Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here, and welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 164 from May 15th, 1996. Today's guest is Bobcat Goldthwaite. He's making his first appearance of the Adam Carolla era, but the way that Adam introduced the show to him, it, it seems unclear. It could possibly be his second visit, but I think it's unlikely. I think this is his debut. He will return for episodes 308, 461, 538, 702, 992, and 1396, all between now and 2001. We have all of those episodes, and there may be a few more actually in the archive as well as we go on that we discover. He's a Loveline legend and one of Adam and Drew's favorite people ever to guest on the show. This is one of the funniest episodes so far released from 1996. Bobcat joins him at the top of the show, and he's quite loud, which True comments on. Uh, this is the origin of how old is Bobcat. He's 34 years old at the time, and Adam mocks him, saying he looks like he's over 100. And Drew is marveling at how calm Adam is in comparison to Bobcat. Drew actually brings up the Dr. Drew shuffle and the crap he's been getting for the out-of-context quotes. He's legitimately upset about it, and Adam once again tells Bobcat to settle down for one of many times in the first 20 minutes of the show. Bob tells him his origin in stand-up comedy and they go in-depth on him setting the Tonight Show set on fire. Dr. Drew claims to be ignorant of this news story from May 9th, 1994, and Drew actually even uses Adam's recoculus, his uh, variant on Ridiculous. He uses it and defends it. Classic show indeed. As per usual, it was recorded in 1996. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. The following program is a podcast1.com production. Okay. Love Line is meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion advised. Now, here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right, here is the phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. He is Dr. Drew. He is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. And tonight's special guest, who's already crawled into the studio fresh after draining the urine out of himself, the lovely Bobcat Goldthwait. Thanks, Adam. How you doing? <laughs> right out of the gate. You got to go to the turn, urine. Turn right. my headset down, right, please. A, a, Sorry, Drew's got a little blood yeah. in his hair. All right. So, so okay, just before the show goes, we go run in the can. Yes. And you tell me to go, oh, use the first bathroom, which is the ladies' bathroom, and I'm comfortable with that. I have no problem. I was just looking for, you know, perhaps a little pregame, you know, sword fight. <laughs> Is that so wrong? We'll do it at halftime. Okay, great. All right, fair enough. That, of course, is Bobcat. You know him from, uh, well, I'll mention Scrooge. I'm a professional entertainer. Now, wait a minute. I'd like to put that out there. Why don't I make your next party Boberific? Let me just say this, Bob. How old are you? Because am... people have no, they think you're somewhere between the ages of... Um, 12 and 80. Yes. Yeah. They, they, they think uh, you're like Burl Ives I'm going to, thanks. Thank you very much. I'm uh, I'm 34 years old, but I'm not aging gracefully. That's that's for sure. No, because you look like 115. I look like crap pie. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. I'm really doing. But let me ask you, how... I gotta start drinking like virgin unicorn blood from uh, Dick Clark's house. What is really amazing here is Adam sounds kind of calm and mellow compared to Bobcat. I know. You're but you're the wild man, Drew. You get off the air. He's the one that's nuts. Yeah, settle down. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, now both of you settle. Uh, yeah. It's a late night show. Dude, don't get into, don't uh, get yeah. into my crap. I'll Where be people, all over People are already complaining to me about that. What? 
rap that you run about me. Oh, the Drew. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, Bob, I got complaints about that. You've heard the Drew, uh, the shuffle, haven't you? Yeah, can I, I say that yeah, shuffle? Yeah, what I, what, what so I, true, what you play the damn thing so often, I forget to realize that people don't understand that those things were taken totally out of context. I was like reading faxes or, or saying things about something totally unrelated to <laughs> no, that's what good. it sounds I, like. I believe you. Right. I yeah. believe you because I'm your friend. Right. All Other right. people may want to look at you and see a negative light. I see the positive when I see Drew. All right, settle down. I didn't even know it was Drew. I thought Bruce was here again. How old were you when you did Scrooge? Uh, I don't know. I'm 34. I don't know how many years ago we did that. But, I mean, you got started when you were 20 or something, right? Yeah, I was on Letterman when I was 20 years old. Wow. But, you know, you know, even then, though, they didn't say, hey, we got a young comedian on. You know, we got now here's the dad humor of Bobcat Goldthwait. So uh, how how young were you when you started doing stand-up? I was 15 years old, I was, uh, if you must know, and I was thrown out of a punk rock band called the Dead Ducks. And where, what city? But I was city? the old school punk rock, you know, none of these kids today. What? Uh, I was in Syracuse, New York. Then I moved to Boston. Okay. And where you... I made people happy with my jokes. So did you finish high school? Uh, yeah, I finished, uh, but I lived illegally in a dorm in Boston at, uh, Emerson College for, oh, 10 months. Really? Yeah. How old of, were you? A lot of famous comedians came out of there. How old were you? Uh, then I was 19. All right, so you did you did stand up for about five years. Well, no, wait a minute. Before you got the Letterman gig, yeah, I, I was making my living by the time I was like nineteen, full time doing stand up. Because that's kind of bizarre. Because I I started doing stand up when I was like twenty one and never felt even close to getting anything right until I was at least twenty seven or twenty eight. Because it's not the kind of thing that you're very good at. Well, thanks when for you're... implying that I got anything right. Well, I'm, um... <laughs> well, obviously, if you got on the Letterman, I mean, you weren't blowing him, were you? Uh... Okay, all right. Sorry, I didn't want to go there. No, <laughs> no, I had to think about it. But the point is... is... Which one's Leno? The... Leno's the one with the chin. The career was I'm going. I'm trying to figure out which one. Uh, he's, he's the one you didn't set the fire at. Oh, already. We're going right there, huh? <laughs> all right. No, we won't get any... Is there a story? John, what is wrong with you? Is there a story? True. You know this fire story, no. don't you? No. Wow. No. Wow. Wow. No. Hello, Drew. I, I need to hear it. You want me to tell it as best I, I can? I've been in training. Go right ahead. And Drew... I was in training for many years. He, the boy in the plastic bubble. He went on uh, Leno a couple of years ago. Like when you were 19 again? or No, what? just no. recently. Just recently. <laughs> and he brought with him a little thing of lighter fluid and a lighter, and he squirted it right there on the seat, and he started a fire. And and uh, Leno had a cow. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, but whatever, he was loving it though. I mean, the thing that he got, you know, whatever he he was screaming at me, right? Which off, was pretty cool. Off the air, Frank. Don't worry. Oh, he said Frank. Yeah, calm down. All right. Cut it out anyway. <laughs> he sounded like Dino. <laughs> and I'm going, hey Jay, I'm sorry, you know, but in my heart, I'm going, this is so cool, man. Now, did Jay ever... Leno was using many un-Dorito salesman-like words. Did you? Although I a... am a big fan of his irreverent brand of humor. Yeah. Did you get a lawsuit? <laughs> no, I didn't get a lawsuit on that. I got, uh, uh, I'm on probation still. Really? Yeah. And I got fined $4,000. For what? St uh, I don't know. But standing in front of the judge trying not to laugh over this is like being stoned in algebra. You know, I'm like trying to keep a straight face. I really was contemplating pulling my penis out because I just, my, my lawyer's going, they're going to throw the book at you. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, yeah. Well, you don't want it to hit you in the penis, Bob. So I did what do you got? I did public service announcements. Are you serious? Which is so ridiculous. About fire? Yeah. All oh, right. Hi, Christ I'm Bobcat Goldthwait. And if you're ever on a talk show, don't set it on fire. <laughs> Back to you, McGruff. 
<laughs> it made absolutely no sense at all. All right, Bob, we're going to help the nation. So what? Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there with problems, and if I can straighten them out, I'll That's be very right. happy. And let me warn you, we do get some serious calls. So yeah, watch, I know. It's not your, all the funny yeah, stuff. Yeah, mind your P's and Q's, funny guy. Ronnie, 16. Yeah. Okay, um, first of all, Adam, Drew, Bobcat, y'all are great. And I saw Bobcat on Regis and Catalee, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool how you did that uh, fire extinguisher thing. Yeah, I was gonna, you know, I was gonna throw up on the show. <laughs> I was better though, yeah. Yeah, and they uh, they took away my epicac. <laughs> okay, well I have a problem. Um, <laughs> anyway, I got problems. Okay, <laughs> what's Evidently. what's wrong, brother? Okay, I started dating this girl. We're not really serious. It's about a week now, and um, her best friend, me and her have a physical attraction, I guess, and we want to like mess around and stuff before we and this other girl get serious. Now, uh, I don't know if I should do it or. What do you guys think? All right, you. How long have you been going out with the one you're going out with? Well, about a week we've been talking. All right, but nothing physical. No, nothing physical, nothing yet. No. Well, why don't you just nip it in the bud and go over to the friend right now? That yeah, that's what I'm saying. Should I do it and then not tell the girlfriend when we get serious? Or that's... yes, definitely. No. All relationships should be based on deceit. Oh no, <laughs> Ron, that's ridiculous. Doctor Drew, what do you think? I think it's recalculus. Recalculus, Drew? Yeah, I do. <laughs> hey, easy. Did you bleep that? No, you that's, can say that's, that's, Adam's that, that's word. my word. We're okay. allowed to say. All right, all right. I, I see how I'm getting played. That's cool. <clears throat> no, I, I do. I think that's. I think if you're going to have an honest relationship, th th this is no way to start it. You're, if, even if you don't intend this to be a, a long-standing relationship, you're only going to end up hurting your potential girlfriend. You're going to hurt the girl that you mess around with. You're going to hurt yourself. Wait a minute. He's not going to hurt the one he's messing around with. Yeah, because with. the one he's messing around with it probably has expectation that it's going to be no, something well, the more. No, the one I'm messing around with, she said she don't care. She just wants to mess around. We're like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. Don't, I, I wouldn't. wouldn't. <laughs> Adam? Yeah. It's a uh, terrible foundation it. for a relationship. Adam, do it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. Watch yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't mean everything I say here at the show, Bob. Uh, Ravi? All right. Is it Ravi? Yeah, that's right. All where right. You, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Tempe, Arizona. All right. All right. Um, yeah, my mom, I've been seeing this girl for two years now, and I'm Indian, as in my parents are from India, and my girlfriend's white, and my mom just does not like her, but I don't think it's because she's white, because my girl, my brother has an Indian girlfriend, and there's a lot of tension in the house, and when... I just, I don't talk to my mom um, when my girlfriend's like, my girlfriend's in Texas right now. She's on vacation. But uh, when she gets back, I know it's going to be the same because uh, I like, I stay out late at her house. I live at home still because I I want to go to med school and I have to study. Oh, you're 21? Yeah. Now, how, how old's your white girlfriend? Uh, she's 20. All right. So you don't know if your parents don't like her because she's a loser or they don't like her because of the color of her skin? Well, she's not a loser because she's also going to school. She gets straight A's just like me, and uh, my dad has no problem with her. It's just my mom. So your mom's just generally uptight. Yeah. Could it be that it's just anybody that you're with that she'd be uptight about? Well, she's, but, I mean, she's also written me letters, and she's written my girlfriend letters telling her to stop doing her uh, voodoo witchcraft on me that's making me so crazy about Okay, her. so your, your, your mom oh. is a nutball, right? Yeah, you could say that. Well, start the question with that statement. All right. I'm 21. My name's Ravi. My mom's a nutball, and I'm dating this white chick. So it doesn't wait, wait, matter. Wait, wait, But is your girlfriend doing the voodoo magic? Um, no. no. Okay. Well, yeah, but, all right. It, it was stick, a good question. You stick with that story. So you could be going out with uh, Anita Bryant, and your mom would have a problem, or uh, Indira Gandhi. 
And is she still so. alive? Uh, no. Because yeah. your mom may have a problem. She's dead. But the, the, my point yeah, is, that, is that might come up. Your mom is going to have a problem with whatever you do and whoever you go out with. Uh-huh. Especially if you have strong feelings for her, it sounds like. Yeah. That's what she's responding to as much as anything else. Is it because of her race or is it because no. she's white or is it because just your mom doesn't think you're uh, any dame's good for you? Uh, it's probably the last thing. Too. No, right. his mom's nuts. No, it's the latter. Mom may be a little nuts, but... This but, is a typical, uh, you know, you know, pre-med thing. But the, the basic issue is that, <laughs> true, that you know that's true. That basically, if Junior's going to be a doctor, Mama knows no girl's good enough for him. Yeah, my brother's in med school right now too, and she's still not happy that he likes this other girl. What's right. up with this overachiever family, man? Isn't there any slackers? Anybody in your family just smoking a big fatty and uh, you know hanging out? Hey, Ravi, you want to adopt me? I could be, I could be the, uh, the, the, the family slacker. Oh, that'd be fine with me. Mom, that puts a plastic down on the sofa, though. Ravi, your mom's nuts. Do what no, you want. Yeah, just use your own judgment. Be sensitive to where your mom's at emotionally, but do what you need to do for yourself. Right, here's the deal. When someone has established themselves as nuts, then well, it gives you no, free reign yeah, to lie to them. When yeah, someone nah. is nutty, you can lie all you want, right, Bob? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, but nutty is not exactly a clinical term. I mean, what <laughs> our, our listeners in general right, cannot a, judge a nuts from pot, not nuts. Sorry. Yeah, she's a wing nut. She thinks that this girl is sending uh, voodoo dolls to her or poking voodoo dolls, and that wait a minute, that isn't. She's got our religions all whacked out because she's supposed to be. They don't have that in the Hindu religion, do they? I don't know. All right. Well, we'll go. No, Herma, the, who's who's doing the mojo? All right, forget it. We're moving on. Yeah, we're moving on. Rex, twenty six. Twenty one. Get an apartment. <laughs> hey, uh, was calling up. I'm going to Hawaii next week, and I'm a little nervous about. There's a new beach that that I've I've been told I have to go to. A little nervous about going to it, but uh, I think it'd be a blast to go on the beach and uh, take off all the clothes and do a little skinny dipping. And I'm wondering if there's some etiquette etiquette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, raging, <laughs> raging hard-ons aren't really uh, kind of frowned upon on the don't, nude beach. Uh, don't jack off on anyone's hair. <laughs> well, that brings <laughs> to a point. I mean, uh, ha, ha, you know, you, you're looking at beautiful women out there. How, how do you keep from uh, getting a little stiffy out there? Uh, well, uh, Bob, I was going to say Estelle Gettys. Do what? <laughs> if you think about Estelle Gettys, who, though, is a very sweet woman, and I am a fan of hers also. <laughs> uh, you got to get a mental picture in your head. Think of your dad's hairy back. Now you flip over to your stomach for a while, if 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 that's the case, and then when things you dig a little hole if you have to, flip onto your stomach, lie there until things cool down, and then flip over again. And when you see things starting to perk up, flip over again. You guys ever been to nude beach? I, I have, but I wasn't nude. I was wearing coveralls. <laughs> I was actually in the bushes. No, what you, no, I haven't had the pleasure. True, look at True, look at my body. Like I'm going to nude no, beaches. I, I, yeah. I, I was in. Uh, when I was in medical school, I went to France, and in the south of France, people commonly the broad-minded Parisians. Yeah, they, some people take their clothes off when they like Saint Tropez and areas like that, and, and the the British seem to be the ones that typically just all the old people, and particularly just, older people, just drop the laundry and go nuts. Uh, Were you nude, was, Drew? No, seriously, seriously. Come on, no, all right off no, the air. No, okay. He had the same clothes on. Chris, yeah. Where's your bikini area? That when you're nude, that's my problem. I like that my bikini area waxed. I'm at a nude beach. You would have to be dipped. Yeah. Chris, 19, you're on Loveline. Hey, what's up? Hey. Uh, I had a question for Drew. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend lately, over the last couple of weeks, uh, has been having problems with her uh, gig uh, <laughs> on and off. And it's like every once in a while it'll swell up or it's irritated or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had any idea what kind of stuff that could be. 
could be a lot of things. It could be nothing. It could be just some irritation. It could be a yeast infection. It could be a vaginal infection. It could be a more serious sexually transmitted disease like chlamydia. It could be herpes. I mean, Bee it's stings. It's something that you ought to have a doctor look at. You can't just Yeah, presume. I was kind of planning on that. I just didn't want it. Like, are you guys sexually active? I'm sorry? Are you, are you sexually active together? Uh, not for a couple of weeks now, no. But you have been in the past. Yeah. But this isn't connected to sex. Not that I know of. Okay. Is it like giant? I'm sorry? Is it gigantic? Like on occasion, yeah. I mean, the most... The mo- it's, it's, it's quite large at times. The most common... Like as big as a kid's head? I don't know about that. Do you have any problems? Any symptoms? Me? No, no. I'm cool. Nothing. Nothing. Not you, bug. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the most common thing would just be... My ass is sore, if that means anything to you, Drew. Uh, most- I'm going to start talking about Police Academy <laughs> if you don't that's, that's, stop butting in. That's fine. That's the benchmark of my career. The most common thing, actually, would be just a plain old yeast infection. That can be pretty irritating sometimes. So. All right. And, and another thing real quick. I, I had something to say to Bob there. Uh, I was wondering, okay, a couple of years ago I was watching, like, Comic Relief or something like that, and you drank a squid or something. Why did you do that? A squid? Yes. Uh, I don't know. What was it? How do you drink a squid? He, he threw it in a blender with, with something else. <laughs> oh, that is sick. It. Yeah, that was a little bit too frat boy for my taste, but, um, I don't know. That was for, that was a bit for Comic Relief? Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. I, 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 I saw that and I was like, that can't be real. What else was in there? I have no idea. The garlic was a lot worse. I was in the juicing at the time. It was cleansing my body. Oh, oh dude, you've been doing the juice tiger thing. Yeah, it. I was all hopped up on the juice man program. Squid-O-Matic. Bob, you've you never done any infomercials for the juice tiger, have you? No, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I see the future. I I smell it coming. This hey, can I plug my gig before I have to do the juice man? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm at the Irvine Improv uh, tomorrow through Sunday. Yeah, how long a set you're gonna do? Bob? I make the people happy for over an hour. All right, so you leave after 20 minutes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I have questions and answers. No, but here's you know I feel kind of ridiculous plugging a local gig here on your national show. That's okay. People got cars. They drive yeah. out from Minnesota. Yeah, they have the Minnesota party bus. <laughs> I just heard you guys in Minnesota the other day, and then I heard you in uh, Illinois. All right, but, not, I, but I'm going to plug our thing, too. It's oh. of a local deal. We're going to be at uh, Caltech, California Institute of Technology on Sunday night. We'll be broadcasting from there. We're having a symposium beforehand on violence in the home. Oh, wait a minute. Now, do I? Am I involved with that? Yeah, you don't have to be. Right, in fact, we'd prefer if you're like, Good. we don't I'll wait show outside. Up at 8.05. But uh, we'll be broadcasting from there afterwards. We're trying to get the community to show up. We're going to be a lot of the various resources in the community that deal with this are going to be there. It's going to be an interesting event. So please Two drink minimum. come. If you want to call Caltech Ticket Office, you can reserve your tickets at 818-395-4652. Rod, you're 19. You're on Loveline with Bobcat, Dr. Drew, and me. Hey, what's up, Adam? Hey. I am one of your devotee uh, minions out here in D.C., Fan. Forward to seeing you at the big HF festival. Oh yes, I will be there. Are I'll be in the gauchos pushing the churro cart. What? Uh, us, our, your little group out here, your minions. Are we gonna have a way we're gonna be able to see you? you yes, you will look on the stage. You will see a drunken <laughs> Adam be uh, escorted to the microphone. I will belch, vomit, Is and then the bring a fest? band on. Yeah. All right. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not. No, that's HFS, and we're not bringing up the edge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Drew, you're the greatest. Love to have a question for you. But today, my question's for uh, Bobcat. Mm-hmm. Out on the uh, comedy circuit, uh, I'm willing to guess there are lots of women out there. You ever get in any of those long-distance relationships? Uh, well, I'm married, so that would probably be uh, a bad thing. Um, To answer. What? Well, before you were married. Before I was married. I, I got married when I was uh, 24 or something. Yeah. 
you know, Bobcat, everyone is totally confused by your life. You were, you're on, you had success real early on, except for no one knew how young you were. Everyone would, would have been really impressed and thought you were. I, I, I think I saw George Burns screaming and acting like a maniac last night. <laughs> I mean, you're only 34. Yeah. You, you were do, you, you've done a thousand movies. You, you, you did a ton of movies, like even before you were, you know, 22, 23 years old, you did movies and stuff like that. You really had a lot of uh, success, but you sort of plateaued out a and little bit. And now I'm playing the Irvine Improv. Right. And we're looking to kickstart you here a little on Love Live. Yeah, that's great. Ah, you know, the 40s are going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. Chad. Yes. You're 16. Yes. Where yes. are you calling from, Chad? Pasadena. All right. Come down to Caltech on Sunday, all right? Yeah, br bring a gun. Drew, are you getting a piece of the door? What's no. up with that? No, but I was trying to get the Sienna city percentage? together for a town meeting. Yeah, okay. Chad. Yes. What's your question? Well, I was, uh, I have a question on tattoos. Mm-hmm. thinking about getting a tattoo. Bob, you, you got any tattoos? We'll talk to Ricky about that. <laughs> you got any tattoos? Uh, no, I don't have any tats. What's your question, though? I, 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 uh, from, I tried to get a Hello Kitty tattoo. There does not seem to be any real serious risk if you go to a reputable, a, a reasonable tattoo parlor. I, I'm, I was down in Santa Monica about a week ago, and I was amazed. Just cruising, or? Um, we, yeah, well, I was thinking about a yin-yang. Hang on a second. I, uh, I was amazed. Oh, okay. I, mean, I mean, every person has that, a tattoo. Everybody. It was Stupid amazing. yin yang. You gotta, you, you know, go to a, a reputable tattoo artist. You know, stay away from someone named Scabies or something <laughs> like that. You know, and the whole, it's, it's clean needles, the whole nine yards. But where are you gonna get it? Try to avoid the bone areas, not unless you can handle the pain. Well, have you ever heard of incognitos? Yeah, that's like, actually, like on your sphincter. No, it's a, no, it's a, a tattoo, tattoo place. <laughs> oh, I've got a whole tattoo salon right up my butt. I thought it was places really you couldn't Quiet, see. Quiet, guys! Chad, where, where are you going to get it on your body? Oh, oh, like right below my hip. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not All right, too chicks painful. Chicks love that. But you the... a skinny guy? Yeah. That's right. going to hurt like hell, son. <laughs> All right, Chad. Okay, Look forward to the pain. And don't get liquored up. That doesn't help the process. Sure it does. No, it doesn't. It helps you There's pick out stupider. There's actually a cream what? called Emla that you can put on there and put some cellophane over leave for about a half an hour. It will make it complete. You won't feel anything. Yeah, but it's expensive as all hell, the, the cream. But it's Emla cream. It will make the anesthetizing. So like if I rub that all over my head, you could just smack me and it'd be cool? The skin. You wouldn't feel it on the skin. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that right after this. Bloodline will be right back. Why? Because we like you. Introducing a breakthrough in cat litter from Arm & Hammer. Arm & Hammer Clump & Seal is totally different than what I've used before. Even after seven days, it was odor-free. There was some sort of sealing magic happening. Only Clump & Seal forms a tight seal around odor and destroys it with unique Arm & Hammer odor eliminators and baking soda for a seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. I've tried every product. This is really pretty remarkable. New Clump & Seal cat litter. Seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. Look on the package for $3 off. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191. I know how you're playing me. I know your tricks. Hey, uh, Bob. Bob, draw me a map of your home. Yeah, run out to the car for me, would you, Bob? <laughs> What's the fax number? 310-854-4455. Amazing. What? You didn't even look. Oh, you did. There it is. Hell yeah, I looked at it. 
That's, I've only been shouting that number out every night for six months. Give me a little time, Drew. That is Dr. Drew, board certified, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Adam Carolla, and that is Bobcat Goldthwaite. Yes, that is. Bob, let's talk about is, you for a minute. Is board as in board, or how are we spelling that? Is there an A in there? What did I say board? About me. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hold on, right. Johnny Attention Deficit Disorder. <laughs> All right. Well, you see, I about do this. two seconds ago is All when right. you said But it. I do this every night. This is new and exciting for you, Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for me, it's it really just a is. grind. <laughs> Hanging out with Drew is really exciting. He's right. a wild man. All right, listen. Get that beer bong off your head, Drew, and calm down for a minute, will you? Bob is going to be at the Irvine Improv, so if you're anywhere near Irvine, please go there. That's uh, in California. Yep, tomorrow night? Yeah. Thursday, tomorrow? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's oh. one of the, the things i got to complain about your show. I, I've listened to it now all around the country, and you're talking about it as you got to say that in California. Right. Well, you don't acknowledge that the show comes from Los Angeles. Well, we've tried it. All right, so it's we're really out confusing. of we're out of K Rock in Los Angeles. Right, that is our mother station. That's now, the mothership. Seriously, how much do you hate doing stand up comedy? I enjoy bringing laughter to people. Adam, he's he's been successful at stand up. That's my. I know, hate it when I you're hate bad at stand up comedy. Yes. No, I, I loathe it. But uh, you do, don't you? You can't say that to people. They're not going to come out to see a guy who hates his job. You know. Well, just as long as you fake it for for I an hour. I started doing stand up when I was 15. Okay, so I'm 34. I'll be doing it 20 years next year. Do you have to do it? Uh, I've got a nut. You know, it takes a lot to keep the compound afloat. In, oh uh, yeah, that's Broadway true. Industries, you know? Right. So they pay you pretty good for a gig like that. Uh, yeah, I guess. Really. Yeah, you know, I, I, I just—I uh, don't know. I think a guy like you would just do another sequel or something and bag a bunch of yeah, cash yeah, in a hurry yeah, and not worry about it. A lot of people want to see uh, shakes too. Still shaking. <laughs> I saw shakes tonight and I liked you it. You watched twenty minutes of it because you loved, ran out of porn. I, I love the twenty that I saw, and I would just assume that the other eighty minutes or so would have been entertaining ones. Yeah, well, that's quite the rave. <laughs> I wish yeah. it was out now. I put it on the movie poster. And I got to tell you, my roommate walked in. He saw the Shakes a Clown uh, CD cover sitting on the sink. He looked at it. And he went, "Hey, okay." He said, "Hey, <laughs> where's the porn?" Alex, twenty on Loveline. Hi. Hey. Hey, stop whispering. I'm sorry. I'm talking to myself. Um, okay. Hello. Hi, Bobcat. I love you. You're my you're my idol. All right. I saw you at the Nirvana concert a couple of years back. Best which, show of my life. But which show? In L.A. at the Forum. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. Did you open? No. Turn on the. Yeah. Oh, very nice. <laughs> very nice. That would be one of my fans. Very nice. That would be my target audience. Did you open for Nirvana? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did 13 dates on the road. How was that hellish doing it in front of that crowd? Uh, what do you think? I think it would suck. <laughs> I uh, fans were there. What's that? All your fans were there. Yeah, I had a good time. I enjoyed it. I uh, I liked going on the road. It was uh, totally like you know running away to the circus. You know. Did you Did you hang with the band much? Yeah, I'd uh, I'd known uh, I'd met Kurt uh, before the band broke when Bleach came out. I mm -hmm. met him and Chris in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and he interviewed me on a radio station. Kurt had all these questions out on a paper bag, and he, and he knew all my material. He still knew a lot of my material when we were on the road. He would totally bust my nads when I was going back and doing old material. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So he was a good guy? Yeah, he was very sweet. He was very sweet. And you went out, you did the you did the forum, and you did uh, 12 other dates Oakland around? Oakland Coliseum, New Year's Eve. The crowd hated me, but I repelled in nude at midnight. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That had to be a sight. I was uh, 150 feet off the ground. Because I got to tell you. <laughs> giving she, the band the brown eye. Those of you who haven't seen uh, Shakes, uh, Bob spends about half the movie in a unitard <laughs> with a pair of underoos pulled up <laughs> over him, and it's just hell. Well, there wasn't anything left. Uh, uh, to, uh, I really would have shoved a sock down there. Seriously. So, really? Well, you wrote and produced the, you but you've directed and wrote the thing, right? Yeah. You, you could have shoved the sock down there. No one would have given you a hard time. Uh, no pun intended. No. I, uh, yeah, so I repelled in nude, but you got oh. a problem. But that was, uh, I'll tell that story. It takes a little while though. What, what's your, what's your problem, brother? Oh, well, I just had a question about, uh, I smoke menthol cigarettes. That's my death of choice. <laughs> and, um, um, I've heard that they shrink your balls, and I want to know what there's true if there's truth to that. I mean, is it permanent? Is it you know? Is it the is it the menthol? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, the menthol. Part. Not that I'm aware of. God knows there may be something out there that suggests they do something to something. Yeah, I think your lungs uh, act as a filter. I'll before tell you it gets what. To the balls. You don't have to worry about and, that. As usual, you know, the male patients, the male <laughs> that's the big problem. users. Oh yeah. No, they 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 won't stop doing anything until you tell them <laughs> that it might affect that. It might hurt your area. dick. Hey, yeah. Hurt and, my then, dick. and then it's always, why did you tell me the this the artery to the the genitals is is actually more sensitive to placking and hardening than oh, oh please <laughs> it, more, the the narrowing. Than say the coronary arteries, the arteries in your heart, that you can get serious dysfunction due to impairment of vascular supply there from smoking cigarettes. But and no, alcohol, alcohol damages that area. It actually dissolves the nerves down there, and so you, so it, sexual dysfunction is very common in alcoholic males. You, you, there's actually a, ner- a, a, a plexus, a, an amalgamation of nerves in your pelvis that is is responsible for erectile function, ejaculation, that sort of thing. Right, but no distinction between menthol and non-menthol. Not that I'm aware of. Okay, because I think there may be a connection. Really? Yeah, because I got a few of those uh, <laughs> chest rubs when I was a kid. Menthol? Yeah, and my, my scrotum is not of average size. I'm thinking maybe that had something to do with it. Is it above average or just... Uh... Uh, yes, they're tremendous. I have uh, gigantism. Hey, you're a doctor. Why do they use plums to describe the size of, like, a tumor? Plums? Or, you know, some kind of produce. You know, they always... <laughs> someone's got a produce, the size, a tumor the size of a grapefruit or, you know... That's uh, the press. That's the, the press, press man. The press it, it's no. the press coming down again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Trying to hold down the man in his white <laughs> okay. coat. Okay, OJ. James. <laughs> it's, this, it's this liberal media coming up with a produce. James. Yeah. You're 26. You're on Loveline. Yeah, great. Hey, I got a, <laughs> uh, a relationship question for Drew, I guess it is. Uh, I've been going out with a lady for about two years now, and uh, I think we both really love each other, but we fight like cats and dogs like crazy every day. And, uh, we, I mean, we both got really smart mouths, and, and uh, we can't seem to get it together. Is it worth staying with this lady, you think? I don't think we can answer that just based on the fact that you fight. Is it is it just verbal stuff, or do you, uh, does she hit you? Oh, no, no, no. It, it's just, you know, verbal sarcasm. It goes back to this guy you had a couple nights ago where, you know, uh, I guess he said that, uh, you know, he, he's been going out and they both love each other, but uh, we can't seem to get along for nothing. How long, uh, how long do you say you've been going out with her? About two years. All right, dump her. <laughs> well, I'm going. I'm going on a gut here. There, there's something wrong in your relationship that's making you guys fight, and uh, I don't know what it is. There's no way we can figure out in just a moment on the radio unless you have some sense of what it is. But James, I, let me let me ask you something. Yeah. And you guys, uh, Drew, you won't cop to this, but Bob, you probably will. You know how whenever you go to visit your folks, 
for like a you know Thanksgiving or something, and your mom pipes up and she says two words, and already you're pissed <laughs> off. Just how are and you you're already pissed. You're already pissed. Or you, you give her about this much room before you're yeah. pissed off. Sometimes that happens in a relationship. Yeah, but the reason that that happens is because of a lot of emotional luggage. And right. They, and if the say if that's happening in a relationship, if that's not sorted out in some way, the relationship will destruct. Right. But you can spend five years sorting it out and and five hundred thousand dollars sorting it out, and then you're just left with two people that sort of liked each other in the first place, and it's not even worth it. Yeah. See, that's the problem. I mean. I... If you're not totally into it, you know, there are reasons that you commit yourself to a relationship. A, you made a commitment like a marriage. B, you've got kids. You want to commit yourself. C, you really adore the person. I mean, those are those reasons that you, you stay with it. <laughs> or she's, or she's well, real top-heavy or something like that. Here's how I liken it to. That would be D. I liken it to, uh, like, say, I liken it to a certain drug. Let's say you do the drug and you get No, if, if it's a, that's, that is a... a Unhealthy way to describe a relationship. Well, saying, well, hear me out here. Hear me out. I, I, You're addicted to the person. That's not healthy. Yeah, that's what it is. That's unhealthy. That's bad. That's uh, bad. Right. Bad. How many relationships you been in? Did you say you were 21? 26. 26? Uh, it's probably the third or fourth. Are they all, do you fight with all the women you go out with? Not necessarily. I, I, but do you love this one more than all the other ones? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It, well, marry her and have a bunch of kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, that, and that will make it better. And then, that'll fix hardly, everything. Hardly. You said, baby, we don't get along? <laughs> yeah. No, but keep talking. You hear say, it, baby, yeah. I'm going to do the uh, patent, Adam. I have no idea what I'm thinking or talking about, but I'm just going to sell the hell out of it. Right. You say, you go in there and you say, baby, you hate me as much as I do. Let's pound out some kids. And work in a good World War II analogy. It's like, <laughs> it's like when Rommel it's like was, D-Day. Uh, yeah. Good. You're, um, you're almost doing me. You know, why do you live with that masochist? Beats me. I can't help But, Bob, you. you argue with your wife all the time, right? Uh, no, the bride and I, we never argue. Oh, come That's on. That's a sign of a healthy relationship. No, we don't. We have, like, if we have some issues, uh, she liked the, I uh, pout and I go in the bedroom and smash my head into the bedroom All right, wall. so you're healthy. And it's she, she liked the uh, nine-year-old with the pink hair? Uh, she didn't mind that I dyed my daughter's hair pink. <laughs> it was more of a red. She, uh, Tasha said it was strawberry. I say whatever. Call it, Hannah. Trina. No, it, it, it was not a henna. It was uh, it was the punky colors. That's a product. I don't mean the. Trina. Yep. You're 17. You're on Love Line with what, Bobcat. What's up hey, with this work up, program? Bob? Bob. Yeah. Hi. How you doing, hey, kid? How you doing, man? You're cool. Um, we do one of your screams for me. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't laugh. It's not funny. Uh, trust me. I know it's not funny. No, they all took off their headphones. Ah! How's oh, that? thanks a lot. That's thanks. cool. All right. Okay. Well, I have a question for. Uh... If that keeps you off the crack, I did my job tonight. <laughs> it just put me back on it, though, Bob. <laughs> Go ahead, Trina. I have a question for Drew. Yeah. Um, I have a, a friend of mine, and she 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 gets flirted with at work a lot, but she doesn't have enough nerve to ask this guy if he's married or not, or if he has any kids. And she's just. And, like, and again, oh. in today's society, having kids and being married are two distinct. Ish issues. Absolutely. But he 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 flirts with her a lot, wow. and you know why? Did, why doesn't she just say something like, "Are you available? Are you single?" That sort of thing. She's too damn nervous. She's well, then that. she's gonna sit there and just uh, flirt from then on. How old is she? She's thirty-five. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had to stop and think there for a second. Serena, what's going on with you? You're seventeen years old. And you're hanging out with a thirty-five-year-old. Well, I I live with her. She's she's a friend of mine. Oh, okay. It's, it's still a, a bobcat. You accepted that. <laughs> that at face sounds value. really good. Thanks. <laughs> I 
have a lot of fifteen-year-old friends. I mean, we go up to the Neverland Ranch. You're not working off your rent or anything, are you? No, no, it's nothing like that. All right, but she's thirty-five. She should know if a guy, whatever. She should be able to handle herself. Yeah, which Trina. way's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> okay. She does, but she's she's just really nervous and she well, doesn't really know how to talk to him. She'll figure it out. Either I say that or... all the time, you know, just, hey, just, you know, just be straight with him and say, right. are you married? Right. Do you have any kids? And she's like, oh, I can't do that. I'm too embarrassed. Why don't you ask? I, I've never met him. I don't know him. Okay. Trina? Yes. Good luck. Thanks. All right. I don't know. I was, she sounded like, I can't remember if it was Kukla, <laughs> Fran, or Ollie, but she sounded like one of them. Uh... Imagine this 35-year-old. You have 17-year-old <laughs> Trina doing your bidding. I have no you. idea what that relationship's about. No, and I hey, don't know. Hey, I was know. good. Uh, did you finish math? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that relationship? The phone number for Loveline, 1-800-191. Call now, all you sick kids. Loveline will be right back. Blinds galore, baby. Ordered our blinds. They're on their way. You order yours at blindsgalore.com. Custom. They'll do curtains. They'll do blinds. They'll do shades. It's all 100% custom. They make it to your exact specs. It is literally made for you. Like I said, drapes, blinds, shades, they got it all. And, you know, it's hot. It's getting hot out there. Cut down on your home's heat and gain uh, about 50%. I mean, if you really think about it, upper window facing what? South, west, wherever that sun's going down. And that window's coming in and bleaching out the carpet, bleaching out the furniture. Just the sun just beating the crap out of stuff. Heating your place up. You can cut down the home's heat gain 50% by putting up the right blinds. And save up to 150 bucks a year on energy costs. So, you want free samples? Free shipping? Truly amazing prices, blindsgalore.com. They really do have blinds galore. Go to blindsgalore.com, blindsgalore.com. Hey, this is Pat Boone. You and I are listening to Love Line with Dr. Groove and Adam Farola. He is a Hellcat, this yeah, fat bone. Yeah, he's pretty sexy. Have you met him? Uh, no, I can't say I have the pleasure. All right, Bob. Let's... Yeah, I saw he was at a mosh pit at an Iggy Pop concert I was at. <laughs> Let me tell you. I won't even go in there when Bone gets in there because he's mental. You know, oh, yeah. He has no respect for the pit. He'll take out an ice socket. So you really are. Bites. This is the thing, though. The big brother. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's kind of funny, huh? It's hysterical. I am a Catholic big brother. Oh, and, uh, and this has nothing to do with community service. Absolutely not. Ah. I did it on my own accord. What's up with that? What kind of guilt are you working out? I I wanted to give something back, Bob. <laughs> this job isn't enough? Think of all the, the hundreds of people you're helping. This, thank you. This was uh, about four years ago when I got uh, started. So are you, are you roped into this kid now? Well, what hap- Well, he's he, he's going to be 18 soon. So then all, here's how the, here's, here's how, <laughs> how it works. How often do you see this mental case? I haven't seen him in six years, but here's, <laughs> here's the way it works. You're, you have to commit for a year and you have to commit to once a week for a year if you want to be a Catholic big was brother. Was it like Sally Struthers late at night? You saw this? And you said, yeah, I was just stoned <laughs> sitting in front of the TV and I started crying. I'm going to 
No, you know, you know what I'm happened? I'm going to hell. I'm going to order up a kid. Seriously, I used to do benefit, comedy benefits for the Christmas show for the Catholic Big Brother organization. <laughs> a comedy troupe I was in would go do sketch comedy or improv comedy for their, for their show. And yeah. after the show one year, they sort of roped me into it. I got hooked up with a guy who was about 13 and, at the time, and he'll be 18. So. And you kept him on the straight and narrow. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. What was that I phone did. bill? What was up with that? Well, I gave my calling card once because he met a chick over the computer and she lived in Kentucky. The greatest, <laughs> the greatest day. I, I wish, you know, there's certain parts of life you wish you just had a film crew. You wish you had a camera crew with you. I wish I had a camera crew the day he looked at, up to me and he said, what are you doing this summer? And I said, uh, I don't know, working or something. And he said, can you drive me to Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Sure. Get in. Let's get the pee bucket. Let's gas up. Oh, wait, I'm at the Irvine Improv here in Los Angeles, or actually in Orange County. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I am Bob Goldthwait. That's who I am. In your headlining, obviously. Saget's not coming on after you or anything. Yeah, Saget's going to work his magic. Jose. Hey, what's up, Adam? Hey, you're 16, you're on Love Line. Where are you calling from? Oh, I'm from from Diego Town, number Uh, one. Okay, 91X? Yeah. All right. And what's your problem? having trippy stuff happening to me when I'm trying to go to sleep at night. What happens? Well, um, I be trying to fall asleep and suddenly, like, I hear, like, um, like, repeated voices from earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. So actually, you act- than- saying, turn the stereo down? Huh? All right, go ahead. You actually hear the voices? Yeah. And what are they like, saying? They're just repeating from stuff people said earlier. But you know how you, when you think about stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, like, three times louder. Have you been doing much speed lately? Uh, nah. LSD? Well, I've done it like a few times. Recently? Mm, like a few months ago. Okay. and But not speed? Nope. I've done it before, though. Are you doing anything, any other drugs regularly? Um, weed. Mm-hmm. And I've done some nitro. Recently? Mm, no, not, not that. What's nitro? Nitrous. Is that nitrous? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think. Is that what you mean? No, it's one of the American gladiators. Yeah. <laughs> You're having sex with one of the gladiators? <laughs> nah, not no guy. Well, That'll make you hear voices. Yeah, auditory hallucinations. Oh, baby! <laughs> auditory hallucinations can mean a lot of different things. Uh, it can be part of a depression. It can be part of a other psych- psychotic condition that, that might be coming on. Oh, which an- Another psychiatric condition that might be evolving now. It could be a medical problem. I mean, you definitely need to see a doctor to get it evaluated to see if it's something that could should be treated. Do these voices sound like somebody's in the room? Yeah, he actually hears them. And the most common thing would be drugs. And the, the sort of panoply of drugs that you're, you're selecting from here could certainly cause this sort of thing. Unfortunately, I can't say that it definitely would. The most common drug to do this kind of thing would probably be speed. Uh, you're not doing that regularly, so you really need to see a doctor to make sure it's not something medical causing all this. And here is the, uh, we get a lot of people calling in, they hear voices, they see things, and or their penis is not functioning correctly. And here's the deal. Get off the drugs first and then call and see if it persists. Because these people call in and they go, yeah, I don't know what's up. My penis yeah, is can- not working. And it's like, well, I'm doing a little smack. I'm doing a little speed. My penis is talking to me. <laughs> That's okay. a compound problem, Bob. No, listen, uh, I'm interested in this. Is this, uh, is, are these voices, like you said, are you trying to remember conversations? Oh, Christ, we got to bring him back. Now. Oh, oh gone? Wait, That's someone else now. Eh, we'll take what, care. What, what, he's, he's gone. He's gone. Drew cured him an hour ago. He's actually hearing voices. Carrie. Yeah. 
<laughs> 22, you're on Love Line. It's a common I'm thing. Hearing a, it's a common I'm thing. hearing a woman's voice in my head right now. <laughs> Bobcat, you're hilarious. Oh, well, uh, don't, don't fuel him. <laughs> okay, I had uh, two questions. My first question was, um, I've been married for about two and a half years now, and my husband and I were um, thinking of starting a family this summer. And he's a farmer, and I was wondering what effect pesticides have on sperm count. Wow. It's a good question. It is a good question. I'm not aware of any, but I, I, it depends what's best pesticides, I'm, assure, I'm sure. I've seen this movie. I've heard, um, I've read it in books and whatnot. Yeah. And what? So I wasn't quite, <laughs> I was wondering if it was an actual connection or if it was just kind of speculation or. Carrie. Yeah. You're 22. How old's he? At 25. It, what, what's he farm? Uh, cotton tomatoes, um, yeah, cotton tomatoes. Onions and garlic. Mm-hmm. And, and do they spray the pesticide? Does he have, like, a crop duster? Uh, yeah. They do a lot of it um, with behind a tractor, too. Are you calling from L.A. here? Uh, Bakersfield. <laughs> well, not too far well, away. All right, smart guy. Smarty ass. Well, it's a good question. I mean, there, there must be people up there that know that. Uh, it's oh, not in so... Bakersfield? Yeah. Are I mean, you uh... kidding? Nobody knows. They actually try to count the sperm with their fingers. I'm not aware of there being any problem with that particularly, but again, I wouldn't be hearing about that living down here. Well, let's just assume it's going to kill a certain number of sperm. Probably. Right. Probably, but I don't know if it's going to necessarily affect fertility. Have you guys tried to get pregnant? Uh, yeah, it's been about three months. Mm, that's, you're just getting started. I mean, huh? not, you're just getting started. I mean, that, that's not a long period of time at all. Okay. Carrie, does he drop his overalls or he just poke it right through the fly? He doesn't wear overalls. <laughs> oh, really? What kind of farmer's that? You, you know, you you like to paint pictures. That's what you we're do. That's that's what I you am. Do. You paint pictures in people's heads. It's I'm really Picasso. Nice. Um, you really are. My second question was... My uh, head is your palette. What? Now go right ahead. It's going to be my hamper in a minute. My second question was, um, what's a normal discharge for a woman to have? About, Three, about eight quotes. feet. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand your question. Somewhere from the three-point um, line? Uh, vaginal discharge. What's normal, if any? Oh. I'm not sure there is a normal amount. Uh, okay. Some women have a lot. Some people have none. Okay, if I it's if it's a change, if there's a change, it could be abnormal. If there's irritation in discharge, it's abnormal. If there's a change in the smell and the quality, the, the sort of the quality of the discharge. That, you guys should work on having a dinner show. That's more more important than actually the amount. Okay. Okay. All right, Carrie. Well, I appreciate it. You know, hey. Carrie, you, you seem very anxious about conceiving and what's going on with you guys. See a fertility doctor. See a gynecologist and be supervised through this so you can go through systematically and make sure you conceive as quickly as possible, okay? What Drew's but saying, try to take all the spontaneity out of lovemaking. Oh, and she's, already done, she's already done that for them. What's that? Should I have a preconception um, exam? Yes, you should talk to the doctor. You should have somebody working with you on this. This should be something that you do with your obstetrician. You okay? can't give me a baby because you damaged your seed with that <laughs> insecticide. <laughs> that's uh, that you're setting the groundwork for. Really. That's right. That's right. Romantic evening, Carrie. Well, I appreciate it, you guys. Good luck. Thanks. Good luck. Uh, Name it, uh, Drew. <laughs> Nick. Hi. Hey, 14, you're on Love Line with Bobcat Goldthwait. Hi, Adam. Hi, Dr. Drew. Hey. Nick. Hi, annoying guest. Is it Nikki? Hey. Oh, okay. Annoying guest? Uh, I, will, I won't say anything. I don't want to. Uh, it's not that you're annoying. You just have, very, you're very open to say whatever you want, whenever you want. <laughs> we'll call him abrasive and leave it at that. Geez, you know, that really wouldn't fit in with the format of this show. It's usually oh, well. so tactful here. <laughs> oh. Nick, please, go ahead. 
Okay, I got two quick questions, um, mainly for Dr. Drew and Adam. Feel free to make your your comments. Um, Adam, um, <laughs> you're you're a you're a big mouth, aren't you? Nick, where, where are we going here, Nick? I'm sorry, Dr. Drew. Nick, yeah. you know, no, wait, Bob's going to hold you down while I sodomize you, and then we're going to tag out, and Bob's going to take a turn. <laughs> okay, Dr. Drew, I yeah. got this bet going at school, and yeah. um. Like, pretty much 50-50. Is it bet when your voice is going to change? <laughs> Nick, go ahead. Just <laughs> Come on, go. Quick. Okay, question. Um, I got 10 bucks on never. If, if a guy were to, like, masturbate in a jacuzzi and a girl went in there, could she get, like, pregnant? No. No way? No. Well, that might be how your parents had this little sea monkey named Nick. <laughs> God, you guys are really mean. To well, that. you came right. Yeah, you, you you bagged on me. I didn't even say boo to you, Nick. Nick let me, Nick's fourteen. Let guys. me say you something. Pick, okay. You don't have to pick on Nick. Nick, we're gonna bear the hatchet. Nick hatch picked on me. What are you talking about? He's fourteen. Everybody, so quiet. Mike. Age is not an excuse for being a nudge. Engineer Mike, get off the frickin' Pac-Man and turn everyone's mic <laughs> off. Now let me talk to Nick for a second. I don't know what he's doing over there, Nick. Uh huh. Listen, Love Line's a very big and important radio show. It's very important that we get high-profile guests, guests like Bobcat, like Mr. Gulthwaite. You understand? Uh-huh. Mr. Gulthwaite does not need to come on to a high-profile show like this and be dissed by some some 14-year-old who, whose voice is cracking, and he's worried about uh, the jizz floating at the top of the jacuzzi. Yeah. You understand that? He could be yeah. anywhere now. Do you I realize what this guy, this guy, this guy did blow with Robin Williams. Do you understand? Yeah. Okay. That's a nice I, I, it was a guess. Was I right? No. But... Okay. Smack. Whatever. The point is, is he could be anywhere, but he chose to be here. So we're going to put our kid gloves on and we're going to treat him like the celebrity that he thinks he is. Okay, okay. Nick? Uh-huh. All right. All right, Mike, we can bring the mics back up. <laughs> go to commercial. You better go to commercial. Oh, we can? All right. It is National Start Your Business Month, and this is your moment to shine, and the people at LegalZoom are ready to help. Start your LLC, incorporate, or file a DBA. LegalZoom received an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, so you're getting the job done right. Over the past 14 years, they've helped over 1 million business owners successfully get started, and this month is special. I've been a part of this thing. I've used LegalZoom. They're great. It's special this month, though, because with your purchase, LegalZoom will give you a three-month trial to the all-new QuickBooks, a better way to run your whole business, a $119 free value. Be sure to enter love, L-O-V-E, in the referral box at checkout. So make today your new business moment and LegalZoom.com. They are ready to help make that happen. LegalZoom provides self-help services and can connect you with the right attorney, but they're not a law firm. LegalZoom, turning business dreams to reality. We are here on Loveline with Dr. Drew, as always, but not as always, the lovely and talented Bobcat Goldthwait has graced the Loveline studio with his, yes. and with I'll his be, presence. I'll be at the Irvine Improv uh, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's in California. Let's but, talk about that for a second. I will be at Caltech Sunday night. Yeah. 
If you want to go, eight one eight three nine five four six five two. Drew, what's a live show like yours though? Is it uh, like Kiss Alive uh, Circus Seventy oh, Seven? Yeah, oh, it's thrilling. Yeah, it's thrilling. You, We're gonna uh, talk about violence in the home. Hey, you want to open for us, Bob? I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna sprout wings, uh, sing God of Thunder, and vomit blood. <laughs> Now, you're going to be doing what? About an hour in uh, Irvine? Yeah, each I guess. Night? Well, I don't get paid by the minute. All yeah, right. But... Now, how much of that is improv? Uh, there's some riffing going on. Right. But not because I'm like some improvisational genius. It's just, uh, I forget my routines. Right. And you get <laughs> on to things. Yeah, exactly. And you still enjoy it. Cause I didn't really get that out of you before. <laughs> You're completely high. The stand up. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally paying bills at this point. Right. You don't, you hate it. No. Yeah. You loathe it. Well, you know, yeah. Go. If you could just do it via close <laughs> You're not circuit. selling any tickets, though. No, the, the Bob, you're Bob. You're Bobcat. People go out just to see you. Just to see how old you look. Just go, what an odd little man. And they <laughs> poke me with sticks. It's a big night. <laughs> you're Bobcat. You're old. See him. He's going to age tonight. <laughs> he may die. He, hurry up before he has that aneurysm. <laughs> yeah, My mama the, had a baby and its head popped off. The, uh, <laughs> one foot in the grave tour. Ah, thanks. And we'll be back in ten. This is Loveline on Radio Station. All right. So, <clears throat> so thanks. Yeah. Bobcat, you didn't get much in high school, did you? Sex no. Wise? No, no, no. No, you got smart. You married quick. But I was working nightclubs. You joined a band. Well, that didn't matter. I was in the Dead Ducks. All the, the other guys had like big hair and they're singing Journey. Na, 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 na. And we were doing Ramones covers and bumming everyone out. Huh? God, did people hate me. I was, I was the lead singer. <laughs> now, really? Yeah. And they hated me in a big way. Did, did you, you did It wasn't covers? much different than my act now. I was I just d- talking all the time do and a little, getting in a beef right, with the crowd. Do a little, uh, Sheena as a punk rocker. No, I, I couldn't. Come on. I'll uh, cue it up. Hit the strings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brian Setzer. I bring the strings with me. All right. So uh, you did stand up. You got on. You had success early. Who who discovered <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, peaked out. Well, you peaked at 19. But who did did you get discovered by Letterman? Was that your first like huge? Yeah, Dan break? was in the bar. Was that your first Those huge big break? coke parties? That <laughs> was that your first huge break? <laughs> yeah, Letterman definitely was. Yeah, and then I went up to the Bay Area, and I and I uh, and I I, uh, I had a good run there. People seemed to uh, enjoy my performances, and then I came down here and. Uh, Gotten police, uh, police lobotomy too. Was that your first thing or was it Scrooge? No, police academy two is the first epic I was in. Uh huh. What? I don't know. I was just curious. I went on, uh, and I did a show and, uh, it was, uh, Whoopi Goldberg was, uh, there and, and she was, uh, actually she was like performing and I went on after her, and then they hired me for the, uh, police academy. And you've done, have you done all the, uh, comic reliefs? Not the last one. I got, I got, I think comic reliefs miffed at me. I did, uh, I dressed up as Christ and did magic tricks. I was the amazing Christ, though. You know, oh, right, right. Water to wine, wine to water, tap the deck. <laughs> is this your loaf? They didn't go is for that. Is this your loaf? Uh, no. Uh, no, I got a lot of fan mail from some Christian groups. So you didn't do the last year? Uh, no, but then I did the one they did uh, recently for ABC, and then they cut me out. But your friends with... The, why'd they cut you out? Uh, Too funny. Made the other ones look bad? I don't know, but uh, I think if I had a puppet, I would have been on. So you the didn't, puppet guys were there in full colors. You get along with Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get along with Whoopi. Yeah, I haven't seen Whoopi in a long time. I did a movie Burglar with her. Oh, you were in that pile? Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> you, would have a, you didn't see Burglar. I saw Burglar. 
But was, I was in there. You couldn't. You, uh, was Burglar the one where no. she was riding the police motorcycle on the top yeah. of the Golden Gate? Oh, oh my God. Not on the top dog. of the Golden Gate. Oh, she was riding the stupid thing on the on, on one of the cables, like for Christ's sake. No, you didn't see. You would have known me in Burglar. I was all over that. I, You know what? I love you, and that's why I erased it. <laughs> it's like Friends of Hitler. They don't know what he did. <laughs> okay. Hey, all right. Thanks, Mark Shots. You're comparing right. me to Hitler. <laughs> All right, but you're a very talented guy besides your body of work. All right, <laughs> Apple. Apple? Yes. What the hell is Apple? Hello? Is that your real name? Yes, it is. All right, Apple. How old are you, Apple? I'm 20. All right, that would make sense. Okay. No, I'm sure your parents, <laughs> Moonbeam and uh, right. whatever Star name, and Jim. Sunshine and Happy, yes. <laughs> sunshine. <laughs> um, yes, I have really. Hey, I bet you were the first people to crack funny jokes about your name. Uh, no, actually, many, many people have asked, like, where did you get your name from, and, like, why did your parents name you that? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. (laughs) No. God, even Drew's going in on the Oh, oh, that was was an apple sound effect. (laughs) Jesus, we got to get some equipment in this studio. All right, Apple, you're 20. What's your question? Um, yeah, I have relationship problems. Um, I was dating this guy for three years since I was 17. You know, we sort of grew up together, like, brothers, sisters also. And through those years, you know, we were, like, best friends. We depend on each other for everything. But anyway, we recently broke up, and he has a new girlfriend, like, right away. We're no longer friends. And my problem is every day that um, I can't eat, I can't sleep. I lost, like, I don't know, like, eight pounds or mm-hmm. something. You're depressed. And then from all this, you know, I'm getting, like, cold sores all over my mouth. And then, uh. and then like, I'm just, like, so bummed, and I don't know what to do. How, how long has it been since you broke up? Like, um, like I haven't spoken since, like, two months. And, you, and, and then I can't eat, you know, all these cold sores around my mouth. When did this really, really, when did the, the, the pain really set in? In my heart. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you when, know, I look at when? old photos. And when did like, that really oh. set in? How, in her heart, Drew. How, yeah. When did that set in? How in long? In her heart. In her heart. Since, I don't know, since March. And I've so, lost, like, you know, on yeah. and off my weight. You know. Hey, whose idea was it to break up? We just, we just, I don't know, it was both of us. We just. Okay, it was his. It's probably, listen, it's probably a good thing. Oh, what do you mean? No, because those she's are, dying. What are you talking and, about? Now look, doesn't now most people that have an intense relationship, their first relationship, particularly before the age of twenty, have a real intense reaction when it ends, and most of them do end, don't they? Yes, they all end. Yeah, and when eventually end, everything ends. Yeah, by the I way, and there's just blackness. Mm-hmm. All right. It's, it's more like I, I enjoy miss, the meal. I, I miss like more than the uh, I more um, I miss like the friendship than I do the love. You know, like you know, we grew up together. Of course, a, a real big part yeah, of you is is absent. I can do to get over this. I can't eat. You know what? And you you around the house. I'm you, all worried. And right, you I you you will get over it. And it the average duration to get over uh, an intense relationship is actually like six months. And you're a few months into it. I think one of the important things to do is to terminate any contact with him because you sort of rekindle your feelings every time you see him. It's the clock. And, and yeah, the you clock You reset the, uh, the neuroses pain. and pain clock each time you answer the phone and talk to him, each time you call him, each time you get loaded and go over to his house and find him with some other dude. Oh, wait a minute. All right. I'm sorry. D- <laughs> different call. Yeah. Different call. No, it was me. I was that thinking was your about life. Yeah. All right. I'm oh, sorry, you walked Apple. In on, you walked in on? I found a condom under under my old girlfriend's bed when I, <laughs> I told you this story. Apple. I was so miserable. And I did one of these things where I went, I called her like after four months and I go, I'm coming over there. And she goes, you can't come over here. And I go, I'm coming over there because I want my mitt. I left my baseball mitt with her. I think he said mint. <laughs> I want my really mitt still. Issues. 
And I went over there and I got my, she left, which uh-huh. pissed me off, but her sister Good answered call. the door. I know. Her sister answered the door. She let me in. I said, I want my goddamn mitt. And I searched all around for my <laughs> mitt. And then she tried to kick me out. And I said, I'm not leaving until I find my softball, too. And oh. I started searching the house for my softball. So pathetic. And I looked, <laughs> I, I looked under the bed for my softball, and I found a soiled condom. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. How long have you been broken up? Four months? Oh. No, we're still going out. No, you know, no, we broke up like this four woman months, has yeah. a serious uh, hygiene problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not Apple. The, the, the no, not Apple. Apple's uh, girlfriend. I never found Apple the ball. Apple life really blows sometimes. Yeah, tell her, Bob. Give some of that you know, uh, homespun Bobcat stuff. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would keep away from the Tom Waits albums. <laughs> I'd keep away from the Charles Bukowski readings. Um. Yeah, I have no advice. Life really sucks. It it it's painful, and most people get over it. If you really start having difficulty, where you're thinking about harming yourself, and you can't sleep, and you really lose a lot of weight. Doc, she can't eat though. Tell I, her I something understand. about her canker sores. I, 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 you know, I have cold sores all over. I understand. I understand. You're very stressed by this, and it's yeah. natural and normal. But if it, there's a, there comes a point where you have to seek professional help if you really um, are in too much pain. If your reaction is to the point that you can't function. You truly like a cannot eat. Or somebody to yeah, talk to. yeah, but but at this point, it sounds like you're having a normal reaction to a very serious loss, and it it really you get to go through this one once. Everybody gets to go through that first loss. No, I went through like eight of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you talking well, about? Well, but really, one. but but this sounds like the, the one. You know, the very first love. All right, but the, we'll all we'll all agree that Apple is one good date with some guy she meets at school or at work away uh, from this. Oh, come on, she Drew, won't be stop open this. to that. She Don't, won't be open to that. If, if she could open her, if she could open herself to it, yes, it would it would really help. You know, I, I try uh, to slide a little BS in to ease the pain once in a while, and Drew will not go along with no, me. He has BS no tact. Is, no, no, I just don't like BS. Larry. Thank you. You're yeah. 25. Ma- you're Mahalo. on Loveline. Yes. Aloha. Hi. Yes. <laughs> Aloha. Uh, I, I got a question for uh, you, Adam, and uh, probably a, a more serious one for Dr. Drew. Um, uh, read into that. Bobcat, shut up. Yeah, I hear you, brother. I'll shut up. Nothing coming out of my cake, Cole. We'll get right to your serious problem. This is serious. Yeah, I know. It's very serious. And and Adam might be able to sh- shed some light on this. Part. All right, Larry, I'll do what I can. Shoot. Can we leave Bob's mic on, or do you want that shut off? Wait a second. I want to get it on. He might be able to help us out. With okay. It. All right. Well, Go thanks. Ahead. Thanks for well, coming. Um, Adam, you know, every once in a while, I I like to uh, to try and use some of that talcum up there, and right, and uh, just keep everything nice and dry. And um, whoa, 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 whoa! And I can't talk about you putting powder up your ass. That's a really heavy topic. <laughs> no. You don't no, inject it in your ass. Topic. You sprinkle it on your nuts. For Dr. Oh. Drew, in a second. Man, I haven't been doing that wrong. This is important to me. Um, and it seems like after I use it for I don't know about a week, um, I maybe get like a little bit of yeast or something starting, and I have to stop the talcum powder and just keep myself real dry. And it seems like every time I use talcum powder for a couple days, it starts getting like almost like a yeast infection. Where does the yeast occur? Or the uh, fungus? In my inguinal area. Um, between my legs and my, you know. Huh. That's you know where the inguinal area is. Yes, I do. Yes. I, I, I would think that would decrease the risk of yeast because it tends to keep it drier. And, and gets, yeast don't like um, the dry environment. Any fungus down there doesn't like it, that. That's what it seems like, though. It seems almost like a fungal infection. Well, so it's it's down between um, Anisburg and Scrotumville? <laughs> yeah, right in near there. Bakersfield. <laughs> right. Hey, dude, this is a really serious topic. No, this is my light topic, but it, you know, I like to be able to use talcum powder, and it seems like every time I do for a couple of days, this happens. Well, I want to know where, like, I'm like goofier than Adam. Yeah, why is what's up with that? Like, did... Adam's like really serious when I'm around. I'm, I don't think I think you're just as weird as usual. 
Yeah, but I look my age. Larry. Yeah. Oh. All right, lay off the talc. Yeah, if your exactly. penis is in danger of falling off because of disease, go ahead and lay off whatever it is you're sprinkling on it. If you got enough in there to make well, brownies. I don't know if either of you guys had ever heard of this happening before, because it didn't seem like it should. But It doesn't seem like it should, but you're having some kind of reaction for whatever reason, lay off it. You know, there's been some reported cases of talc, well, some suggestion that talc, <laughs> talc maybe, overdose. maybe put people at risk for uh, genital cancers, particularly women. <laughs> oh, you know, no, I'm doomed. I'm doomed. <laughs> I go through a keg of that. I've got a, uh, we got a call. I got a quick talc story. Go ahead. Okay, uh, my friend Tony V and I, we were, uh, he's a comedian too, and at the time he was a big guy. He was about 300 pounds. He's a big boy at the time. He's, he's kept it off for a long time though. He's, he's very svelte. And, uh, we're coming into the United States by way of Canada. And at the time his other gig was he was the American tourister gorilla. He'd go at a mall. And oh, he, he was. He'd be the gorilla. He had a twenty thousand dollar gorilla suit. Right. And the, dance around. The commercial where he grabs the luggage and yeah. beats the crap out of it. I don't want to name drop. But I know that guy. So he's opening up for me. But his uh, his gorilla suit is sent ahead. And, but his leotards and his, his talc-encrusted leotards are with us, right? So, of course, we get yanked out of the, the security customs. And meanwhile, there's guys whizzing past us with guns. Right. And Steve, how you doing? They pull us out because at all times I look like I got a kilo of dope up my ass. So they stop us. Tonight, no different. No different. I'm sitting on the edge of the stool. So they, they pull us aside. They start going through the luggage. The guy... Finds the leotards with all the talc, and his sweat has made some kind of like a little rock. Uh, right. Ball sweat rock kind of thing. <laughs> right. The guy slowly licks his, licks his finger. Uh, oh. Takes a couple dabs, puts it on the end of his tongue. I had blood squirting out of my eyes. I was trying not to laugh. Oh, I'm like, oh. Jesus. And this is, I go, yeah! And now he's The only he... thing I got out was his balls. <laughs> <laughs> His balls! That's all I got out. Did he put a street value on the leotard? Oh, my God. Needless to say, I didn't make the flight. Oh, that is excellent. I oh. love that story. Oh. oh, It plays over like slow motion. He, I see him lick his finger. I'm going, oh, my God. He's going for the, oh my God. He's going for the ball powder. It's such like a, a Starsky and Hodge moment. I love those. Oh. I love good, gross stories that happen to other people. Amy. Amy. Hello. You're 19. Hi, oh, hi. Yeah. Follow hey. that, baby. Um, okay, well, here's my problem. Um, I live with my boyfriend right now, who's 20 years old. And, um, okay, and then he's, like, very unmotivated, okay? <laughs> Won't get a job, sits around. See, I have two jobs. I support him, pay the rent, everything. And uh, then I have this ex-boyfriend who's, like, a little bit out of my age limit, but he's 39 years old, and we had been going together for about a year. And he's been coming around a lot lately. He wants to get back together. Well, recently he proposed, and I'm, like, totally confused because I do, you know, care a lot about the guy I live with now, but he's so unmotivated, and every time I tell him about getting a job, you know, he makes me feel guilty. He proposed. Your old your old 39-year-old boyfriend proposed while you were shacked up with Rooster? Yep. How old are you? I'm 19. Mm. How old is the slacker? Twenty. Is he smoke a lot of pot? Uh, actually, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Wow, that just came out of nowhere, but it's right in the ass. Does he go? Does he go to junior college? Does he go to junior no, he, college? No, he just sits there. No. Okay. That, that would require too much motivation. No, he, um, 
um, he's never had a job, and, and you know, I try to help him. I like take him out to job. You know? you, oh, uh, come what, on. Wait a minute, Amy. Bob. What is she? What is she? The, what would one be word. her title? One word. She is a dream. No, no, no. No, no. 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 Come an enabler. Yes, please, Bob. <laughs> I don't know. She lets you smoke pot on you will, right, you, you, right. You create an environment where he doesn't have to change. You know, you, you could actually marry the other guy, and I don't think you'd catch oh, on. Well, that's what people have told me, you know, and I try to, you know, like, put my foot down i mean you know but you're driving him to job interviews well yeah because i I'm he's not he gonna change he's got it good yeah and he, then the other guy you know my ex-boyfriend he does offer me a lot more you know stable relationship and stuff but he's kind of right you know, maybe but, maybe you're just not ready to get married at all yeah, and you I, ought to get out of both these relationships know, figure out who you are what you want amy look at that guy and say in 10 years do i really want to be changing his bag not get into relation exactly <laughs> not get into relationships where you are so enmeshed, codependent, Christ, and he's older than me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he doesn't look older. Uh, what? Thanks, Adam. <laughs> Thanks. You know, I got a secret A-bomb that I'm not using on you. Oh, oh I got to hear it. Uh, <laughs> what is it? What is it? True, please. What is it? No. What Just somebody is it? who went on a date with him. And? And? No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. I, I, oh, I do. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, don't okay. he? No, right. Bobcat. Bobcat. Hey, Drew, no, come turn, on. Hey, turn his mic off, please. Drew, I, no, he can't. There we go. It's off. It's off. It's off. <laughs> Bobcat, tell me. No, just you and me. Bobcat, we're just here. You and me. I need this kind of ammo. I've got to deal with this guy. I've got to deal with this guy every night. No, I'll give it to you, but, you know, just What about Amy? Yeah, what about All right, turn his mic back on. Hey, Engineer Mike, you don't listen to that that Drew head over there? For Christ's sake. Who's buttering your bread, one nut? You know, he loves that name, One Nut. He does. <laughs> he cringes every time you say that. I always painted this picture that you're always laughing. Ha <laughs> ha. He brought up my testicle problem again. No, he doesn't hate like you. it. Amy. Yes, I'm still here. Everyone in your life is a loser. Yeah. Except for Christ. <laughs> you so are... follow him, would you? Stay away from this 39-year-old. And, and uh, you know, and get rid of Stony Stoneman. Great. Right. You figure out who you are, what you you want, and, and go after <laughs> okay, that. Okay, Yoda. Right. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Jeez. We were talking about this last night. Anytime someone who's twice your age is trying to date you, they're automatically a loser. You don't know it because you're 17, you're 18, and you're thinking, hey, I'm mature. Right. This person should like me. This this guy in his 50s. But this guy's a loser. <laughs> Bob, could you imagine? I mean, of course you could imagine in a masturbation sort of way, but I mean, imagine. All right, okay, I'll tell the story. That's with, all. With your eyes open. Could I'll you, tell the story. Please, Bob. Could, don't tell him anything. Now, let no, me, I want to tell him about you on the date. I, I've got, <laughs> go, go ahead, Bob. No, he's not minutes. going to tell anything. Yeah, I do. I all, right, all right, you tell me during the commercial. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't. Just shut up, Drew. I don't know what he's talking about. I want to find he's out. He's got some moves, though. Very impressive with the ladies. Oh man, he's trying to find out. I'm trying out. to think. Have I ever had a homosexual oh. relationship? I'm ashamed of. No. No. Okay. No, it's not. I'm proud of all the guys I've been with. No, no, no. It's not. It's not Randy. <laughs> all right. It's not a Randy. All right. Story. This is ridiculous. You Drew. know what? He got shot down in a big way. Really? <laughs> with who? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry about the buzzkill there, Mister. Uh, never been shot down. Who did I get? Seriously, I got shot down. Yeah. Who on a date? With who? <laughs> no, it was in a pay booth. Really? Go ahead, tell a story. No, I'm not. He's ready for it. All right, he's ready for it. Tell us during the commercial, 
I'll I'll check it out, and if it's fit to air, we'll we'll put it on. It's too commercial. You want to do a commercial now? All right. Sure, what's the end of the story? Welcome to the biggest show on earth. Thrills galore. The strangest freak, the highest acrobat, and the funniest clown. Love Warren. We'll be right back. Blinds galore, baby. Ordered our blinds. They're on their way. You order yours at blindsgalore.com. Custom. They'll do curtains. They'll do blinds. They'll do shades. It's all 100% custom. They make it to your exact specs. It is literally made for you. Like I said, drapes, blinds, shades, they got it all. And, you know, it's hot. It's getting hot out there. Cut down on your home's heat and gain uh, about 50%. I mean, if you really think about it, upper window facing what? South, west, wherever that sun's going down. And that window's coming in and bleaching out the carpet, bleaching out the furniture. Just the sun just beating the crap out of stuff. Heating your place up. You can cut down the home's heat gain 50% by putting up the right blinds and save up to 150 bucks a year on energy costs. So you want free samples, free shipping, Truly amazing prices, blindsgalore.com. They really do have blinds galore. Go to blindsgalore.com, blindsgalore.com. Hey, love line phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Here with the lovely and talented Bobcat Goldthwait, who will be at the Irvine Improv Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week. So all Sunday, you, uh, but Drew, aren't you going to uh, be doing something Sunday? Sunday we'll be at Caltech. Adam will be too. We're going to be broadcasting from Beckman Auditorium, and there'll be a symposium beforehand. We're going to try to address the problem of violence in the home. And, and Adam's a real big help on that. Yeah, he'll show up. <laughs> uh, at the end of the symposium, and, uh, <laughs> and what do you do? The Sorry, I'm late, Drew, but I was beating the crap out of my bitch. Uh, what, did I miss anything? Oh, speaking of uh, that would be a nice ice Speaking of wanting to 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 uh, uh, engage in <laughs> violence, as you mentioned to us as you left the studio, uh, when Bobcat brought up a certain someone. Oh, go ahead, Bobcat. No, I don't have anything. Oh, come on. Now I want to hear the story. Come on. No, she. Uh, <laughs> Somebody Adam dated. Yeah, you guys. Oh, I don't know. I had one date. I had one date. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was heartbroken. All right, go ahead. Tell, tell it. No, Bob. she told me about one move you had that I thought was amazing. <laughs> the ether rag? No, pretty <laughs> close. Was the, uh, what's the, the, oh, no. the bottle of wine oh, stashed underneath the front seat of his pickup truck. Oh, for Christ's sake. He, oh. he just whips out this bad boy. He's in the cab of a pickup truck. All right, well, set you know, this story. Tell no, us the no, well, all right, all right. Let, let's just let's just backtrack. First off, what we can use her name, right? She's married. She's happy. Yeah, right? she's very happy. Right. It ain't gonna happen. There. All right, Anita. Anita. Anita was at your Anita house. Anita B. She was at your house yeah. uh, last night. Yeah, right? very talented actress. She certainly is, and she's on uh, what? What show is she on? Uh, Jeff, she's on the Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy show. show. All right, I put a curse on the show now. But anyway. It was about four years ago. You might be a redneck if you ever dated Adam Carolla. <laughs> we went out. We got set up through a mutual friend. 
I was I was at a you real were, you were nuts about it. I was at a real vulnerable yeah. time in my life. And let me tell you, if I started to brush her right off, you oh, were nuts. You were nuts about it. I'd use her like a like an old Kleenex <laughs> and and throw her right away. But you back stick then, with that story. I was very vulnerable, <laughs> and all I had was this beat up little. And what does that up. mean? And what does that mean when he says he's vulnerable? It meant she was built, and I was horny. <laughs> but I did like her, and we went out on a date. Yeah. And we went out on a fabulous date, went to a lovely Italian restaurant. <laughs> we hit it off. Uh, yeah, yeah, in a oh, big way. Oh, we were getting along fine. Come on. She, she's a nice person. She's what do you great, mean you're getting great along? Person. And, and quite, what happened to the second date? You were getting along so fine. Quite attractive. And at the end of the date, we pulled into our little parking garage there. You're in a pickup truck. <laughs> I'm in my 79 Nissan. The one reaches where... under, the, under the front seat. She's going, he's got a gun. He reaches under the front seat and whips out some uh, Mad Dog 2020. What did you have on it? It was a nice red wine. <laughs> what kind was it? I don't know. It had a real cork in it, though. I remember that. Someone gave it to me or something. <laughs> what did you say? I said, how about we take this bottle up to your apartment and get loaded? <laughs> and you know what her answer was? Uh, what? No. Yeah. Well, you know, can I ask you this? Yeah. Has that ever worked? No. <laughs> it's still under the seat. I sold it's the truck. It's still had a bottle of wine. I charged a guy an extra four bucks. <laughs> I can't believe she remembers that. Something like that'll scar a woman for life. <sighs> Let's get liquored up in my cab. Yeah! Well, you know, we're making out a little bit in the truck, so I thought oh. it would be okay to, she you know, pull out the wine. <laughs> she did not, did she? She did. Yeah. She thought I was okay, didn't... <sighs> I felt like the biggest idiot in the world. I pull out a bottle of wine. How about we go upstairs? Uh, no. And then I called her for like six months. How about, how about if I just drink in here and sob? How about I go to the park and, <laughs> and share with some some of my hobo friends? I called her for like six months straight after <laughs> that, and she never called me back, and that was the end of that. Was she the girlfriend you were talking about earlier? No. Oh, I loved her. Mark, you know when you go out on one date and you go, this is it. Oh, boy, do I like <laughs> this she's... one. And she's like going, I got to get out of here. Uh, well, I had the truck with the lumber rack on it and the bed box. And it was a mess. I do you. Mark. Yeah. You're 19. Yep. Yeah. What did we learn about the pickup trucks and the wine? <laughs> Deadly combo. Yeah. What's your problem, Mark? Uh, yeah, my uh, my girlfriend and I, you know, had sex. And um, when we were done, I pulled out and I had some something similar to semen on the outside of my condom, right? Right. So my question is to anybody that can answer it is, you know, when a girl reaches climax, does she discharge something that looks like semen? No, they just normally have that. That's just a secretion that, that actually, it, as part of the arousal cycle, is, is emitted. But so. does it look similar to it? It can. It, it can. can? Yeah, it can. Look, everything that's not poo and pee looks like semen that comes out of your body. I got news. It could all be mistaken well for semen. Well put. What? But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, some... like, it's like hanging out with Oscar Wilde. Yeah, I'll... If it ain't poo... <laughs> I can't believe you didn't get any that night. I got a little kissing. <laughs> With all this. With the bottle of wine under the car seat. Hey, baby, if it ain't poo or pee, it ain't semen. How about some wine? Let's have a chugging contest. Uh, Steve, you're 17, you're on Love Life. Hello? Hey. How you doing? Good. Uh, I have a question. Um, me and my friend were, like, really close, and he passed away in a car accident. Oh, how long ago? About six or seven months ago. Wow. And, um, anyways, he was dating this girl for a while. And, I don't know, I started liking her towards, like, the end, you know? Towards and the end of what? 
towards well before he passed away, I started liking her. Uh-huh. And me and her are pretty close, you know. And I don't know, like the last month or so, I like I started having like stronger feelings for her and stuff. And I don't, I don't know if it's like I don't want to ruin the relationship if I pursue it, you know. Do you think that is any kind of an attempt to sort of recoup the loss of your friend? In some I don't way? know. Or is it that you really genuinely have something for this girl? And, and I, indeed, indeed, you guys shared something, didn't you? You both had a relationship with this person yeah. that you cared a lot about. Well, and let's not forget <clears throat> the factor of when you're 17, whoever's closest is who you're hot for. Pretty much, right, Steve? Yeah. I mean, you hang out with someone, you see them every day. You're not traveling around the country. Yeah. You see this person on a regular basis, and you start liking whoever whoever you see. It's like your friends, like all those people you thought you're, were your best friend. Friends when you're 15, 16 years old, and you hate them now or you don't see them anymore. Because they lived on the same street. They lived next door. That's right. why they were your best friend. Yeah. So, Steve. Yeah. You think it would be weird if you made a move? I don't know. I think so. I mean, I don't know. That's why I'm calling. Hey, is she is she real broken up about this guy? Sometimes, yeah. Because so, that's going to be weird. By weird, do you mean you feel guilty? Yeah. I mean... You both have to get on with your life. I, I, I would think your friend would would want you both to be doing well. Not each other, though. Not. I mean, I can understand that you want to respect sort of those kinds of boundaries, but... I mean, I'm going to, like, prom with her and stuff like that. Well, okay, already... this is... All right, something's going to happen. But let me tell you, Steve... No, not at the prom. It's not... You know, just hold up for a little while. Don't... don't. Uh, you, so don't you, have to, you don't have to rush it, anything. It's too weird as far as you, as you can see it, Bob King. No, but they can just hold off. <clears throat> Just to it's see not, how the relationship you know, too, goes. Too weird for Bobcat. He's never really entered well, that's any kind of, conversation before this night. Yeah, I sort of, I, sh- I shuddered. You know, no, but I just there. think you should just, you know, look at you got a lot in common. Obviously, this person meant a lot to both of you. So if you can take it slower, then slow down a little bit. But what is an appropriate time? I mean, it's been six, six, six seven months. That's, yeah. that's real fresh, though. I yeah, think, but in, I think... in in teenage years. It's a long time. Yeah, that yeah. is like dog years. R- remember how long it was from Christmas break to summer vacation, like when you're in 10th grade? That's six months. That's six months. Mm-hmm. That's a lifetime. Yeah. All right, here's what you got to yeah, do, Yeah, you Steve. really helped them. Good, good yeah, job. Steve. You got to get a pickup truck and a bottle of wine. <laughs> Smooth. Steve, listen. Sexy. Whatever, here's the deal. If you get into this, it's going to be a can of worms. Rest assured. You know what I mean? It's because good. you got feelings, she's going to have feelings. It's it's going to be weird. But on the other hand, <clears throat> you could end up working it, it out. It's not inappropriate. You know it what isn't? I mean? It's not. It's not. It's it's not totally. It's just. It's just something that's likely to have a lot of confusing okay. feelings attached to it. But it's not totally. All right. Let me give a for instance. God forbid something happens to you, Drew. <laughs> when, you can my, I, I'll, when can I'll, I get I'll have out you killed? Seriously, six months from now, you want us both to be happy? Someone's got to look after the youngins. I got a bottle but, of booze under my car. <laughs> but, but not you. Anything with that. Come on, me and Stu. The triplets in the back of the pickup. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. I would. <clears throat> I say wait. Yeah, I say wait. Yeah, it's going to be trouble. Wait. Find, see if you can find someone else. Take it and, slow. And you Take can be, you know, you can go to a prom and be friends. Why do you, but what, think about it. Why do you tell them that? Why? why? Oh, my prom date died. No. Yes. Oh. Not 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 on the night of the prom, the but she or... died like five years later. Ugh. Just boom, just dropped dead. Aneurysm. At like uh, twenty three. Had like a little heart something, oh, and the doctor said like you know take it easy. And she went out and did aerobics like two weeks later. Oof. Right there. Wow. Yeah. 
That's why I try to stay away from working out. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's working for you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? I feel pretty cut. Yeah. I feel pretty ripped. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the unitard with the underrows. You yeah. know, in a lot of the markets that you reach now, I am cut. When I, I was in Minnesota, I was, man, I was svelte. Oh, yes. You're you're considered, uh, who's the skinny guy? Yeah, stretch in Minnesota. Uh, where are we? We were John. talking to Steve. We told him to wait. Yeah, and, Steve uh, should wait. And good luck. And, but, and, but, but why did you tell him to wait? Think about it. Because, not for him, because a guy. Out of can, respect for the friend? No, no, no. no. no, no she no. is going to, they're going to be having sex one night, you know, a month from now, and she's going to start crying in the middle they're of gonna it. They're going to have a complete And it's going to get real weird. Okay. Their heads are going to explode. That's why I'm saying it. It's going to be too intense. Right. Yeah. Uh, John. John. John's asleep. He's asleep. He's asleep. Oh, oh. Tom. Wait a minute. He's a narcoleptic. An hour and a half. Right, John has been on hold for 75 <laughs> minutes. And he fell asleep during our subtle show? Yeah. All right. Now, Bobcat, normally I give the listeners a subliminal suggestion at this point. Like, this is your dog. I command you to kill. Stuff that, like you that. You know what? That really was what I was going to say. Well, one time he told the guy to make a giant coil pot. Put... put <laughs> Two of each animal. I was a ceramics major. Yeah, I told the guy to build an ark once. But, Bob, is there anything you'd like to say to this uh, John who's 19 and sleeping? Well, what's his question? Storner claims this stuff gets drugs out of your system. True or false? I've never heard of it. No help at all. No. Bob, you want to say anything to a sleeping America? He really is sleeping? Where is he calling from? I have no idea. Mike, you want to play, uh, play the siren thing and see if we can wake him up? Dreamland? John? 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 John, this is the cops! John! All right, screw up. One more quick one. <laughs> he just flushed a lid. Bill! <laughs> Bill, 21, you're on Loveline. Lid? Am no I one, showing my age yeah, on that, too? I was about dude? to say, no one uses lid anymore, by the way. It's not, I'm down with the young people's music. Try to work... Uh, they love that crazy lid talk. Try to work, keep on trucking into your yeah, next sentence. Yeah, hey. Bill. So I hope the Skylab doesn't fall on me <laughs> Bill, when I'm drinking my Billy beer. You're 21. You're on Loveline. Hi, Bob, Drew, and Adam. Hey. All right. Bill. Thanks for acknowledging me. I was feeling unwanted. Yeah, I've been listening for a while, and you know, I had a problem I don't know if any of you could solve, but um, I was going out with this girl a while back for like eight months, and um, I really loved her a lot, and she broke up with me. I don't know why. How long ago? Um, this is like a little over a year. Mm -hmm. Wow. And um, I still think about her every day and I want her back. And I've had relationships with like a lot of other girls and it's never been the same. And I was wondering if those feelings would ever come back. Was she your first uh, love really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why did you guys break up? She broke up. I don't know. Oh, she broke What's up. she doing now? I don't know. I I pretty much cut off all contact. Um, That's wise. She still wanted to be friends, but I didn't want to deal with it every day. You know, have no, year. Very smart. Very wise. All right. You went out for about eight months, and it's been how long since you've been broken up? A couple? Oh, year, a, a, year. Oh, a year. A year? A year. Oh, man, he's got yeah. bad. That's bad. Yeah, I only pined for Anita for like uh, six months. <laughs> Till the, uh, of course, we only went out on one day. Till the wine ran out. <laughs> Bill. Yeah. <clears throat> how many women have you gone out with? Uh, about nine, eight or nine. Did you like any of them? No. Well, that we had things in common and stuff. But did, did people hook you up, or did you, or did you, uh, did you pursue these women? Well, I got hooked up with some, and some I just found. You know. I, mean, I think that's the <laughs> bottom line, and what Bobcat's getting at is that you really need to make a 
deliberate effort to find people you want to be with and whom you could be open to having a very close and intimate relationship with and try to rekindle these feelings with somebody else. Yeah, but the problem is, is you got that I just got dumped stink on you that they smell but it's a year ago. a mile away yeah but if you're reliving it the stink is always fresh the yeah but you're looking at these women and you're not even like you know you're just imagining the other woman's head on them while you're jawboning with them just about yeah see you gotta drop that man you gotta lose the the gloom man bill yeah here's the deal a year is long enough can you do one of those rants where you don't know where you're going, but yeah, you end up what, pulling it off? That's yeah. cool. Okay. All right, I'm going to kickstart myself. I haven't watched one of those. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to see how yeah, it works? Yeah, I can see it live, yeah. I like to start with a with a phrase at the top that sort of sends me into it head first. Except this isn't going to work. He doesn't get that. He gets this blank look on his face. No, here it is. He's oh, gone somewhere is. else. All right, here it is. Bill, listen. <laughs> let me tell you what. <laughs> Here's the deal, man. Bill, Yeah. let me tell you what's going on. Let me tell you how chicks work. Chicks are a lot like uh, their friends. You know? Uh, no. Let me tell you something, Bill. All right, let me let me set the record straight. Wow. All right? Wow. All right, Bill. Man, the riff gun is jamming in a big way. Here's no, here's no. It's unclocked now, and I got a <laughs> banana clip stuffed in the bottom of it. All right. All right, Bill. Yeah. Get ready, man, because I'm launching a truth grenade. Do you know what I'm saying? I want you to take cover. You hear me? All right. All right, now. Here's the truth about chicks. You got a pen handy? It's got to be. Because I'm going to town, man. It's got to be organic, man, or you can't do it, no, can yeah, you? you're right. It's like a power. Yeah, it's right. It it's hits like you. It's like a superpower. Well, you know, like when guys speak in tongues. I really thought you could just do that. No, absolutely not. That was not. weird, man. Obviously you totally not. choked. Bill. Yeah. Bill, drink heavily. Yeah, drink heavy. Actually, no, 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 I know what the answer is. Bill, your life is miserable outside of this girl, right? He may, that he may, he deal. may have a true depression. A and, year is plenty yeah. long enough to get over it. And if yeah. you were doing anything, yeah, that sort of uh, turned your crank, you would be happy. But it may be beyond the, the psychological circumstances in which he's living, he may really have a biological problem. He may be obsessive compulsive. He may have depression here, and that may be why chemical he, imbalance, chemical imbalance, so to speak, and that may be why he really can't get over this loss, or at least he re- same, remains in the same sort of feeling state. It's just weird when when, and, and, when well, sorry when Drew me. says he may have a biological problem. I picture a guy with two penises <laughs> <laughs> or like half Bill, a brain or Bill, something. This this has really gone on long enough, and you, right. you ought to really think you're very bumming hard. out Drew, Bill. No, you ought to think seriously you're about getting, out Drew. getting some professional assistance. With hey, this. don't bum out the doc. All man. right, Bill. All right. Well, no, right. get yourself some happy pills. All right. Bob, you <laughs> Get done? on the crazy bus. Can we go to commercial? Yeah, lose him. Go to the commercial. He's bumming me out. Kick too. it. I want to love you. Bob Ryan will be right back. And boy, will we be mad if you bail. It is National Start Your Business Month, and this is your moment to shine, and the people at LegalZoom are ready to help. Start your LLC, incorporate, or file a DBA. LegalZoom received an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, so you're getting the job done right. Over the past 14 years, they've helped over 1 million business owners successfully get started, and this month is special. I've been a part of this thing. I've used LegalZoom. They're great. It's special this month, though, because with your purchase, LegalZoom will give you a three-month trial to the all-new QuickBooks, a better way to run your whole business, a $119 free value. 
Be sure to enter love, L-O-V-E, in the referral box at checkout. So make today your new business moment and LegalZoom.com. They're ready to help make that happen. LegalZoom provides self-help services and can connect you with the right attorney, but they're not a law firm. LegalZoom, turning business dreams to reality. The Brett Easton Ellis Podcast. Hi, this is Jed Apatow. Hear my conversation with Brett Easton Ellis. That is all I am trying to do is show people just trying to get through it, trying to make it work as well as they can, and that life is an obstacle. There's always something happening, and so I'm always rooting for people. The Brett Easton Ellis Podcast. New episodes now at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Download the show from podcastone.com. You were reading my mind, producer Ann. We have Lush coming in tomorrow night. So we look forward to that. But tonight we the, uh, have... The Lady Killer song, uh, very apropos. For the show, yeah. The Who's, Lady Killer. Who does this song? <laughs> Never mind. Pretend you know anything about oh, the bands Lush, you're going to yes. be talking to tomorrow. <laughs> you're bagging on me for being old? Okay, pops. No, no, I act old. You just look old. There's a big difference. I play old. I'm 34, but I really look like I'm 75. You know, we sh- I'm at the Irvine Improv, and Drew's uh, taking his uh, his, uh, his magic show or whatever he does. Puppet. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be at the Cal Poly. I'm Caltech, Bob Caltech, Caltech. I do right. have things going on. I should say that so I don't yeah, sound talk- such a loser. I did a pilot, and I'll find out next week for Fox if it's going to go. And let me just ask I'm you I'm telling this. you, know, if they take the Poly Shore pilot and mine doesn't go, I'm going to be liquored up with a firearm on the MCA Tower. Is there a Poly Shore pilot? Thank God there is. That's all I say. And, and you're up against it? Well, he's another Fox uh, uh, person. Oh, that guy. Oh, went, oh, they're, he, oh. He's, all right, anyway, I don't he's very him. talented. Yeah, he's bursting at the seams of talent. <laughs> Now, let me say this, Bob. I saw that movie, Bio... What is that? Biosphere. Yeah, I saw the ad for that, and I go, man, that movie's so bad, I can't believe I'm not in it. (laughs) Used that joke earlier on K-Rock about the movie Ed. Yeah, but it's an evergreen, Bob. It's always good. (laughs) It's an evergreen. Now, let me me just kiss ass for a second. One second. Easy chair. Relax. Just relax. Yeah. The reason people think you're older, besides (laughs) your morbid appearance, is, is you know, it, we've been here for two hours and you haven't even brought up the hat. You've and had, I appreciate the restraint. <laughs> the goofy ski hat What's he's wearing. That? The, yeah, yeah, go make toys, would you? <laughs> Here's the deal. I want to be a dentist. You've had a long... Oh, okay, now you're doing a well, old Christmas special thing. Of, all right, the you abominable snowman. No, Rudolph. Right, Rudolph right, Red-Nosed Reindeer. Right, all right, but we're going to wow. stop here with this sort you of You really free... got to oil that riff gun. It's jammed twice now. No, no more free association here, Bob. Okay, go. Let me say this. You're young and you've had a long career. You've done yeah. a lot of stuff. You've done the, you've done TV. You've done a lot of stand up. You've done a lot of movies. You've done comedy albums. You've done a lot of stuff in a short period of time. And that's why people assume that you're older than you are. Yeah. All right. Okay. You stick with that story. Yeah. Let's, let's stick let's with get that to the one. Freaks. Dan. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. You're 24. You're on Love Line. How's it going? Dan, Good. do you have a serious problem? Um, I guess you could consider it. Okay, then I'll shut up. <laughs> What's the deal? What's going on? Appreciate it, Bob. Um, I'm living with a couple. I'm renting their basement. Uh-oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> I've read this forum letter. He's 35 and she's 19. Ugh. And um, he doesn't drink. And 
Does everybody have an Anna Nicole Smith? <laughs> I don't think not. Anyway, her, his, she and I uh, were drinking one night. You know, a bunch of people were over after they left. Um, we started kissing. Um, you know, we stopped a couple hours later, but, uh, you know, we, we didn't do anything, you know, our clothes stayed on, but, um, you know, she's still approaching me with it. No. Um, she's Don't still, do it. this is a very healthy situation. <laughs> Can I just say that? It's a mess. I'm, I'm loving it too. Yeah. Oh, dude, no, get out, run. <laughs> You're nuts. This guy's going to. The reason I moved in though was because. I'd been between jobs and I lost my apartment. Yeah. I can't afford. To you gotta, go you gotta get out of that. You house. can't afford not to move out of that basement. First off, Dan, uh-huh. you're living in a basement, so you can only go up. <laughs> well, it's a finished basement. But... Okay. <laughs> it's got a dartboard. It's got a bar. It's, it's got, pretty nice. It's got that WC Fields bust made out of plaster that he's going to finish painting one day. <laughs> it's got uh, the not quite. ping pong table folded up. You know, my dad's rumpus room. He's almost finished with it. It's going to be nice. Got some paneling. Rust colored shag. Sounds sweet. Sounds like a really sweet gig. Dude, just get out of that house, man. You're you're nuts. This guy's, this guy's going to get liquored up and strangling, and you're going to be a made-for-TV movie. Well, he doesn't drink. All right, then he's just going to shoot you sober. He's going to be and then stone he cold he's, sober. He's going to remember. He's just going to fill in the basement, and that's where you'll spend the rest of eternity. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, Dan. But is she a hottie? She's very attractive. Really? Yeah. Dan. Okay. Well, maybe. Yes. It could work. Bob's, oh, Bob's revised his to maybe. Stop. Stop. No, 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 maybe. I just wanted to watch Drew get an aneurysm. No, maybe. Dan. Yes. Forget it. You can stay there. Just just shoot her down. No way. No way. You what? Like if she came up to you and put her arms around you and you just beat her with a pool cue, you don't think she'd stop? You know what? People, it's unrealistic to think that that would be uh, that he would likely sustain that. It's just weird, man. Yeah, it's weird, and it, she's he's making al- bedroom eyes. And at he's, you. he's already he already crossed over a boundary, and he's putting himself at risk. And if if he if again they've drunk too much or they he feels a little. Vulnerable as you have felt, Adam. You but it's kind of weird that like booze plays a lot of big part of your romance. Well, uh, mistakes, well, in, uh, mistakes <laughs> in interpersonal <laughs> relations, consequences. Don't do it. Get out of there. You know, you it's you, a, you look treacherous up... situation. Yeah, but it's real easy for you on your doctor salary and your highfalutin radio this... salary to say get out of there. But maybe he doesn't have any money right now. This maybe he's got a hang. This poor guy. You know, he looks up to the radio personalities. He knows that drinking's cool. That you should have a bottle of wine under the car seat at all times. I'm telling you, it's a one-way street to hell. That's where you're going, kid. And well, look, then then don't make yourself available. Don't be alone with her in a room. But the kind you, of thing, but there's a potential have for family. trouble. You're living in a basement, and I guarantee you, she's the one that said, "Hey, you know, wouldn't it be a good idea if if he lived in the basement? It's got you out there." Actually, no, it was his idea. It was his idea. Maybe you know, maybe he's on the pink team. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he swings. Maybe this is just some weird. Dan, yes, we have no answer. Okay, we do have an answer. Get out! Before <laughs> All right, it's too get late. out. No. Move into a bigger basement. Move Thank into you. a nicer basement. <laughs> it's got a cistern in it and a, and a sump pump. Liz, <laughs> Liz, you're 22. You're living in. You're living. You're on Love Line. You're, you're living large. in a basement. Hi, how's everyone doing? Good. Oh, I, I'm great. Oh, glad to hear it. Um, okay, my question is actually, I guess, more for uh, Drew than anybody else. That's weird, because a lot of questions have been aimed towards me this evening. I was really surprised you wanted Drew's advice. Hey, you know, feel free to jump in. Don't, oh, thank don't, you. Don't worry, they will. 
Okay, my brother, um, who is 19, had recently, within the past year or so, um, started experimenting with drugs like um, acid, shrooms, hallucinatory kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, his, I know that sometimes it will change your personality. Mm-hmm. I, I, I need to know if... It can change their moods a lot. Exactly. Now, is this a permanent thing? It can be. Okay, and if... Usually, so, the, you, the mood disturbances that I typically see, the bad ones, don't come on until several years after the use has stopped, usually, well, like I 10 just, years later. I just later. noticed he's become... 10 years? Yeah, like 10 years later. <laughs> I just noticed oh, he's dude. real, real <laughs> sullen, um, withdrawn. Oh, well, Bob, you're, you're not going to make it 10 years. But he may, may, is he doing pot every day? It's a, that's sort of a <laughs> no, marijuana you know, I mean, thing. I don't, think, I don't think it's an everyday thing. You know, I think it started off where he was doing it, you know, the Friday, Saturday night kind of thing. Yeah, well, the, usually the, the, the irritability and the, the mood problems and the memory problems is more typical of marijuana dependency. Really? He uh, just, he's become real, like, totally withdrawn from the family all yeah. you know um he ended up quitting school the oh whole my. thing well i mean this this may be a bigger problem than just chemical well, dependency yeah. or chemical I mean, I use may, I, mean, I may not be seeing the entire thing yeah but. i mean it's not, there clearly is a mood disturbance there's clearly substance abuse if not addiction okay. and there may be a character logic problem here there might be something really you serious think he's on there. something else though well, who I knows? I mean, to, I don't think I don't think he's done anything you know, more serious. It, it doesn't matter. There's something really seriously going on here for him, and he's making choices that could affect him the rest of his life. Yeah, but what can she do? I mean, help I mean, him how is she going to stop? How is she going to say you got to go get help? He's not going to get help. Well, if it, he's it depends not, what the problem is. I but mean, if he's not bottoming out, he's not going to. Well, you're right. If, he, if he's not, if he's an addict and he's not bottoming out, he's probably going to prefer to continue using drugs. But if his parents or somebody has some leverage, maybe they can require him to at least to get intervention. Well, some in touch with some some help. He might go for it. You think intervention? Well, a 19-year-old doesn't doesn't work that well. It's possible. But, I, again, somebody needs to assess what the scope of the problem is. Bob, you ever have any friends pull intervention on you and try to get you exercise? Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> they give me, We have the donut interventions happen a few times in my house. The Pringles intervention. Just say no to Pringles, man. Only you can <laughs> The Brett Easton Ellis Podcast. Hi, this is Judd Apatow. Hear my conversation with Brett Easton Ellis. That is all I am trying to do is show people just trying to get through it, trying to make it work as well as they can, and that life is an obstacle. There's always something happening, and so I'm always rooting for people. The Brett Easton Ellis Podcast. New episodes now at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Download the show from podcastone.com. Uh, yeah. All right, real fast. Last call of the night. That Red Cross dude's got to cheer up. <laughs> okay, what's your what's your problem, real fast? Ryder, nineteen. Uh, I just like. I was a virgin up until about two weeks ago, and then there's some new pill out there, I guess, Rufie or Rufinol or something. Yeah, Rufies, yeah. Um, I was slipped that and, like, took an advantage of. By whom? Uh, well, she's, I've known her for probably three months now. It was kind of like a trick um, by my friends because I was a virgin, and I wasn't planning on, like, I was just planning on staying a virgin for a while. Were you passed out? Uh, no, I remember it, but it was like I had no control over the situation. Is this Christian Slater? Huh? 
Rope so can a, you get a can you get a hey, Woody is, doc? Is Bobcat there tonight? Yeah. No, he, he left, man. But can you get a Woody? Yeah, I mean, Rohypnol is is a, like a Valium like drug. Hey, Makes Bobcat, you... I just wanted to say I love what you did on the Jay Leno show. All right. <laughs> so listen, so but could he have a Woody and get taken advantage yes, of? Yes, it's 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 it, it makes you sort of amne- gives you a little bit of amnesia for Ooh. what happened and and can sedate you, a little euphoria and uh, Rohypnols are very addictive. Do you feel cheap? No, actually, I kind of liked it. <laughs> You don't feel dirty? Okay, let's lose this guy. There wasn't a long bath scene after the incident. <laughs> let's lose this I'm guy. Not, it's kind of like, like just let just lose him. All right, back out to the party. Ryder, you're yeah. 19 and you're forced to have sex, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Boo, <laughs> f and who? <laughs> yeah. No one cares. All right. I want to say that Lush is going to be on tomorrow night. I want to give some. I want to give some thanks to. Uh, I want to listen to that. I want to listen to you interview Lush. I I, I can interview the band. You aren't even going to have a clue. I am so down with the band. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys book UFO yet? <laughs> you get the UFO we're booking. Get Golden earring. Excellent, sweet. April wine. Uriah Heap. <laughs> They're all coming in. Okay, I'm at the uh, Irvine Improv. That's in uh, Southern California. Right. And we we'll see if we can get the smashing dumplings and the guys from Nervosa, <laughs> and it's gonna be a big, it's gonna be a big week next week. Young people's the the Pearl Jams. Yeah. So uh, all right, so go see Bobcat do some comedy, would you? Yeah. And uh, I want to thank uh, Lisa. I want to thank Lovely Cher. I want to thank producer Ann. I want to thank the One Nut Wonder engineer Mike and Doctor Drew and Lush tomorrow night. And Bobcat won't be here tomorrow night, but Bobcat, <laughs> I want to thank you for coming in. And seriously, we need a friend of the show. And you could be one of those guys, you know, where you just pop in whenever you want. We could carpool. Like I was in the hall? Right. I like, heard you guys. Like a Bob it. Hope? Yeah, get in here, Bob. Okay, what's only your, if you give me music. What's your take on this one? Yeah, we'll give you like a <laughs> golf swing <laughs> sound. Come in. All right, thanks, Bob. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Loveline. The opinions expressed on Loveline, especially by Adam Carolla, are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors, or even the character voices. Loveline, produced by Ann Wilkins for Westwood One Entertainment. Copyright 1996. So don't even think it. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.